Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, men on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. What that mean, Fred? That means the boys are here. Oh, hello. Yes, sir. Where Where is here today, you ask? Where is Where is here? Here's at the McLeod YMCA at the intersection of Comanche and Tramway. Boys will be here until 7 o'clock tonight when we hand this program. Michael, is it 7 o'clock? Are you about to pull a last-minute mic on me? <laughs> it's 7 o'clock, right? 7.30 from last minute, it's, Mike. Okay. So not, you can't just add 30 minutes. You're not doing an extra half Mike, hour. There's contractually speaking. Are you kidding? I've been watching a lot of union negotiations recently, and I know you're breaking some rules with that one. <laughs> so we'll be here until 7 o'clock when this becomes the Pete Gelb Show. So we're very excited for that. I'm Fred Slow alongside me, the new hype man for the Mexico Highlands University Athletics, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? I'm doing well, man. I was pretty scared on Saturday, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was worried about the engineering uh-huh. of the building. Yes. Because we did our best to bring that house yeah, down. Oh, good one. And it stayed strong, held up. I would, I would agree. You were, held up. you were a wrecking ball of sorts Saturday night, and we're about to talk a lot about that. Robert Gibson, how are you? I am great. Um, glad to still have a voice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how much <laughs> – high-pitched yelling I was doing Saturday <laughs> night, but it was for a good cause. So you and I and us, the three of us, went out to beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico this past Saturday where we hosted all of the senior night festivities for the women and men's basketball team there moving forward, the Cowgirls and Cowboys for this conversation as the Cowboys had a shot at capturing. Here's why it's important, too, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Because we got winners in Las Vegas, and we talk about winners right That's here. right. we That's got right. winners in New Mexico, and we're all New Mexicans. So we were helping the boys, not the girls, though. They didn't have a shot at the tournament, but we were celebrating their seniors, Caitlin Hole and Jordan Lewis, on some really excellent careers there in Highlands. But, I mean, we put 500 people in that house, and every single one of them knew they were at a party, and it was about as good of a time it's ever been had in Las Vegas, New Mexico. And I know you're like, well, Fred, that's not that big of a stretch. Here's the thing. Okay. Trust your boys. <laughs> we got evidence. We rocked yes. it out. We rocked yes. it out. We rocked yes. it out. You didn't know, Van, did you? Uh, I had a lot of experience yeah. with Las Vegas, New Mexico. Lovely town. Historic. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas knows how to have a good time. But Las Vegas knows how to have a good time till about 8 or 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it stops we, really quick. We extended the hours <laughs> of Las Vegas, New Mexico on Saturday. Big senior night festivities, and it was a tough loss for the boys at home, but we surrounded it with everything that uh, you do whenever you have a good party. So we had Robert. You were doing the hype, Robert. Yeah, yeah. Brought, brought the flavor to it. You, you, that's how you describe yeah, what you did? Yeah, flavor. Okay. Flavor. Yeah. Like hard R, like flavor? Flavor. Okay, flavor. Yeah. Flavor. Nah. Oh. That's out. <laughs> <laughs> so We don't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> So as you were bringing uh, every piece of action, I do the broadcast, right? I'm the, I'm the TV guy. I'm the – it goes on the RMAC. It goes on wherever the Rocky Mountain Athletic Commerce puts their games. And I'm doing my thing regular. And, like, my social media, because I, I give it to everyone because it's shameless plugs the entire time. It's uh, – who's that guy in the background? 
Who's the PA? What's that? Like, can you scoot away from him? No, I could not. They had to turn my, Michael. They had to turn the house PA down. Yes. Robert was blowing out the house PA yes. with excitement. Yes, and it was going throughout the entire gym. They loved it. It was going outside of the gym. Yes. The people. Did, you, did you see the comment? Yes. I yeah. heard you guys outside. Uh-huh. Like, yes, that's what we were looking for. So the uh, tough loss for the Cowboys, but they're in the Armac tournament. The boys, they uh, it worked out their way. They were winning 10 out of 12 at the end was enough to get them into the final seed. So they're going to go to Black Hills tomorrow night. And, uh, well, I'm definitely going to tune into that one. We should do a watch party or something. I'm in. We don't have enough time. The three of us should just get together and watch it. Uh, not a watch party per se. All right, how about this? We'll watch it together. We'll call it a party. Maybe maybe live stream a riff track or something. I don't know what we'll do. But I could dig it. But they play tomorrow night at Black Hills. Uh, if they win, they come back to Colorado to play. There'll be no more home games as they were the eight seed. But, I mean, they got a chance to win the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference, and that's kind of a big deal to your boy. Yeah, as long as they got in, that's all that mattered. The, yeah. heat, the heat that they've been bringing in the second half, mm-hmm. if, they, if they get a couple defensive stops, they pop a couple threes, yeah. anything could happen. Well, and if we can throw – a gosh darn huge party every single time because, Van, you were out there. All right, so think of the isotopes, right? Friend, friend Dylan Storm. He goes out there, at, like, between innings, and he's like, hey, isotopes fans, here's the frozen T-shirt contest or whatever. Right. That was you, Van, for the weekend. Correct. And you had told me and Robert that you were comfortable in this setting and you'd done it before, <laughs> and it turns out that was a lie. When did I tell you that I've done it before? <laughs> <laughs> That's – I said I'm going to kill it. I never said I had experience whatsoever. Yeah, you didn't have to. Really, you really have on. a copy of my resume. It, okay. I think I wrote it, actually. Yeah, I think. I say, did he update it for you? He lied on my resume. That's what he's accusing. He's accusing me of the lies that he's spreading oh, on no the resume clue. that he updated. You had no clue what he put on your resume. No, I haven't seen it. There we go. Yeah. I also, also was overhyped to us. But, and by the way, we have a strong working relationship with the university. We do a lot of stuff with them. New Mexico Highlands University. But they were like, hey, boys, as soon as you get here, like, we'll make sure the CO2 is charged on the T-shirt cannon. And we showed up, and there's no T-shirt None. cannon. And Van's like, I got to throw these? I'm 40. <laughs> well, let's, let me clarify here. Mm-hmm. To be clarified. Uh, to be clear. So I elected uh, not to use the T-shirt cannon. That's stupid. So what here's the thing. Did? I didn't know this. I elected, I elected not to use the T-shirt cannon as much, s- as much as I wanted I'm to. I'm so damn mad at you right now. Because I wanted to involve the Highland Sweethearts. They can also throw. As you well, let know. Them, let them shoot the cannon, as too. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to kill some kid with a T-shirt cannon. <laughs> Again? I learned my lesson the first time. At a time like this? Yeah. So we, got the, we got the cheerleading, the young women cheerleading squad out there to help me throw T-shirts. The, the Highland That's Cuties. That's way cooler. Highland Sweethearts, Cuties, what were they? The Highland Sweethearts. Sweethearts. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, they were so cute. Too. They were cute. That's why I chose them over a T-shirt cannon. <laughs> You could have done one timeout. Boys, with the and by the way, it's that T-shirt me. cannon is way more heavy duty oh. than that gym. I'm not saying anything about the John Wilson uh, gymnasium and complex. Okay, but I might have popped a hole in this. That's thing. the football one. If I yeah. turn, if I turn, if I turn the juice up all the way, yeah. that is an outdoor T-shirt cannon. So you would have had sure. to stand at the entrance and just let it rip. Yeah, when to they, give you enough room. Exactly. When okay. they handed it to you, they were like, "This one goes to 11. Hey, <laughs> one goes to eleven, eh? <laughs> like, well, well, why don't you just make ten, eleven? You said. said. I'm, I'm, I low key didn't know. I thought they didn't have it, so I'm kind of pissed at you right now because you could have like coincidentally <laughs> had the kids throwing and yeah. you shooting at the same time. These aren't mutually exclusive. 
When you're giving a T-shirt cannon, you use the you T-shirt cannon. The T-shirt cannon was too powerful oh, for an RMAC basketball game. Just once, once we're outside at the football game or perhaps a baseball game where I have uh, more arch, yeah. I can control the trajectory. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And that, plus, you know, cute kids. Hold up. Wait. <laughs> you can – obviously, you can fully smash a T-shirt into a cannon to get full – Compression and trajectory and power. Oh, okay. I see Why don't you just half pipe this thing? There we go. I, I go all or I go home. That's it's, what I okay. do. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just thought they didn't have it this whole time. That's what I thought too. Like I'm literally learning this on air. This is not a bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the confusion, gentlemen. There was a professional there. photographer there that could have had you and your V-cut Schmedium <laughs> Highlands basketball. Like, former player jersey under uh-huh. a blazer. By the way, worst look in the history of all <laughs> hype men ever. And I thought I you, looked fantastic. I no, got multiple compliments you, on my swag, you looked on like, my fit. You looked like a Russian mobster that was yes. attempting. I know the timing to, is an yeah, that's Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> but still. Well, I think, so I recently read on the internet that mobsters are now the good guys in Russia. So mobsters oh, really? are now because they're oppo Russian government. Ah. they have they have pendulumed back into the good guy realm, mm. right? And it's not just the mobsters; it's the oligarchs. It's the people. What's that word? Who, what oligarch? What, Alicard. Today's varsity. <laughs> what? Today you just pick yeah. your own gangsters now. Today's i nine varsity is the varsity of words where I say what. <laughs> so okay, varsity of words where I say what. Get ready for the i nine varsity. At the end of the program. All right, so you're saying there's only what? Oligarchs. So people that are... Um... Oh, the elephants from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's exactly it. That is exactly it. No, the people that are richer than any head of a gangster Russian mafia family. Oprah. Yes, so Oprah. All right, okay. so the Oprah's of Russia. Russia's Oprah. Russia's uh, Steve Jobs. Russia's uh, Elon Musk. But the people that are, all that are like that... Elon to Ukraine. Because all of the all the sanctions in Russia is hurting their bottom line, and they were perfectly fine with taking over land a couple weeks ago until mm-hmm. it, it hit their pockets, and they're like, "Oh, this Putin guy, he's got off the leash. <laughs> he's been, <laughs> been off the leash. He's been he's been good for the last twenty six years, but all of a sudden we just ooh, can't handle him. They're the good guys now, though. I'm being serious. Sure. Like we gotta we gotta make sure that is translated on American film now. Because every Russian mobster is a bad guy. Right. So we, can we make him a hero one time? Eastern Promises. I think that's the only situation where he ends up being the good guy. What is that? Because he also flips. What is Eastern Promises? That's uh, the movie with Vijo Mortenstein. Oh, you ever seen that where he's yeah. a Russian yes, gangster and he's got yes. the I actually saw that movie. stars on his knees? Yes. Vigo Mortensen? Is yeah. that who you're talking about? From yeah. Lord of the Rings? That's Are what we I going said. back to Lord of the Rings? Yep. Vigo, Vigo Mortenstein. That's what Wait. I said. <laughs> I, I Hold say, up. Did, I say Vigio, too. <laughs> I'm a little confused. Does he have a stage name that's Vigo Mortensen, and this is like his real name, or are you just – are you messing with me right now? Uh, very much so. Okay. Oh yes, I am. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> – boys, I don't get all the jokes, okay? That's fair. That's completely fine. Also – And they all don't hit either. You don't have a resource in front of you of Eastern European – Oppo communism, <laughs> like Russian propaganda films. You pulled that off the top of your head. That is correct. So I don't even know if it's a real thing. Trust me, it is. <laughs> he kills a guy in a Turkish bathhouse with his dong out. When we get back from the break. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely the movie I saw, too. <laughs> We're two men on Derek Jeter, live on the Sports Animal, 95.9 FM and AM 610. 
back on the program. Live from the texter, John Wick is a Russian good guy. You really think Keanu would let himself be portrayed as a Russian? Is he Russian? He's not Russian. He nah. kills Russians. He kills a lot of Russians. He, kills. he doesn't have a V in his name, no. Yeah, it's not John Vick. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Zafter 4. All right, hold on. He might be Russian. No way. I'm telling. I'm looking it up right now. I'm saying that 4524 knows what's going on here. Screenwriter Derek Kolstad. I mean, that sounds pretty Russian. This is an absolute Russian deal. No way. I'm I still telling don't believe you. you. I can't handle this moment right now. Also, there's apparently way more John Wick things than I knew there were. Oh, wow. It's very true. Born. His real name is Jordani. Jovanovich. Jovanovich. Born in Belarus. Well, and he's I, Belarusian. That's like Russian that's adjacent. Like a, that's like a gypsy. Taken in. <laughs> that's a Russian gypsy. Taken in by the, by the Tarasov. Yeah, Tarasov, Russian mafia. He's 100% Russian. Okay. Wow. Russian assassin. Also, you know, we didn't think about Black Widow. Black Widow is super Russian. Very true. I think we appropriated her. We did. Yeah. We got her. She's American. And her super cute her. American. Her, her sister's still Russian, though. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's Russian adjacent. 100%. I legit, I've seen all of the John Wick movies once. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Very entertaining. Never once did it click that he was actually a Russian. I think it's just he's way too Keanu in the movie yeah. to me think that he could possibly be Russian whatsoever. Plus, he cares about dogs, and I don't think that's a Russian quality. To be fair. To be fair. Oh. Here's the thing. If these movies were in Russian, I wouldn't have watched them. Like that's It's true. because you make everyone speak English. Because yeah. you, you can't read. No, no, I can, but there's so much going on. You can't look away to read subtitles in a John Wick film. Yes. Well, true. there's no subtitles for bang, 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 bang. I wouldn't know. I've never seen a. Okay. I've never seen an international <laughs> film. Is it in Russia? Is it pew, pew? Wait, that'd be France. That's pew, France. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> in Russia, we say brusk. Me gun go brusk, brusk, brusk. So, I didn't know this about John Wick. Apparently, Keanu got skin in the game. So, Keanu, like, part of the team that made John Wick, like, yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. He loves shooting guns. Yeah, like, he was very excited. That catapulted his uh, love of marksmanship. He's like a grade-A marksman now. Boys, listen to this. Okay. Okay. So, I didn't know this. Combined, the John Wick movies have cost 145 mil. With the last one being 75 mil, so the first two, like, relatively not that many mil. Pretty cheap. Right, right. A lot of bullets. Bullets are pretty pricey. Worldwide. Okay. $587 million. Ooh. For all three? For all three. Wow. That's pretty good. Make these forever. That's more than triple. And they are. <laughs> You're going to make these forever. And Keanu Reeves, I don't think, is young. Well, he hasn't aged a day since he sold his soul to Al Pacino. <laughs> Counterie's proper. Great movie, Constantine. Yeah. Born in 64. So what I was be? talking about Devil's Advocate, actually. Oh. <laughs> Did he also sell his soul to Constantine? <laughs> he was the devil. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, he is 57 years old. He looks great. He looks great. Yes. Yeah, he looks great. We probably make a Johnny Utah reference once once a quarter on this show. Maybe even once a month. Yeah. Once a quarter is the under. Here it is again, another Johnny Utah reference. Okay, I'm in, I'm in on this. Early Keanu was a, like a different energy, too. Like early Keanu. You talk about hippie Keanu, Bill and Ted Keanu? Bill and Ted's what's up. You know, I have yet what to see it? the new one. I didn't see the no, new one. No, never wanted to see it. Never wanted to see it. I didn't see the new one. I'm a big, I'm a big uh, nostalgia guy. I'll go back and watch some stuff. 91 was, all right, so 89 was Bill and Ted's yeah. Excellent Adventure. And then 91 was Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Like, aside from the phone booth thing, which a lot of people have never seen, like, if you change the phone booth to, like, a refrigerator or a washer and dryer or something, Bill and Ted would translate to today. Because kids don't understand phone booths. That's what I'm saying. There we go. That's, like, the one holdup. Yeah. If you were to show this to your little girl, she'd be like, What is that? What is that? Why is there a clear closet that they're walking into? Yeah. Why is this urinal so visible? Why is that Russian? Should not have been Russian. Not a single Russian in that movie. George Carlin. George Carlin's Russian now? Not a Russian. (laughs) Russia getting so weird right now. Getting. I hate Russia. So does the rest of the world, apparently, (laughs) from what everything I'm reading on all the interwebs. I like how like sports don't want to be left out either. Sports is like, don't forget, we hate Russia. No, no, yeah. no we, we've always hated it. <laughs> yeah. This isn't new for us. We've mm-hmm. always hated Russia. The Olympics has stayed ha- hating Russia. Yeah. They have a reason, though. The Olympics are kind of soft because they, Super they, let, soft. they let Russians compete. They yeah. just couldn't use the Russian name. That's soft. Well, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. Oh. Do we really have issue? Do we really have issue with, like, the individual? Like, are you mad at, like, Russian? Are you mad at Russia? Yeah, yeah, Putin and his cohorts. Everyday Russian. That's a good question. Everyday Russian person is like us. Everyday Russian person is just trying to live and survive. Everyday Russian person is just going about their business, trying to afford rent and bills and groceries. They have nothing to do with the military power structure of Russia and their their urges to take over Europe. Except for the oligarchs. Yeah, the oligarchs. <laughs> I'll write that down. Let me uh, help you sound it out. All right, is this how you spell the word you're saying? A-L-L-L-A-G-A-R-K-S. Oligarchs. That's literally how it sounds. So, yeah, you did really good. And the way you spelt it on paper, you could even get, like, Burkenia with it. And they're oligarchs. Uh-oh. You're about to make his head explode. <laughs> see how he looked at you. He's like, I'm barely getting this. Don't add another one. Yeah, oligarchs. You got it. I just Googled it. If nothing's coming up, I feel like I'm not very close. You are not very close. Derek Jeter and the Miami Marlins broke up. All right, boys, what was in the gift basket that Derek Jeter gave the Marlins when he walked out? <laughs> oh, man. Don't softball those in there. It's going to get spicy real fast. Just, uh, I just need to know. You know it's bad if Jeter quits something. He's probably never quit anything in his life. 
Lots of ladies. He's quit lots and lots no, of ladies. That yeah. means you have to be mutually on with them. He didn't quit them. He was never there. <laughs> never, never started. Was, yeah, he was. They Can't quit knew if you don't was. start. Yeah, they knew what This it is was. one of those lessons you always talk about you're going to teach me. I'm learning it right now. <laughs> <laughs> because Jeter has never had anything but success his whole life. Right. He's always been the best at every single thing he's ever done. He was the best in high school. He's the best in college. He's best in the minors. He was one of the best in baseball. He won for years and years and years with the Yankees. And now he has a taste of what it's like to be a loser Oof. for the Miami Marlins. They won't even let him improve the team. Of course he's going to walk away. Right. They were like, you can't improve the roster or the coaching staff, but we'll put like a cool statue of you out in center field and people <laughs> will buy tickets to come see it. Uh-huh. And he's like, that's it. He's like, that's really how you think. <laughs> like, you don't think that winning on the field is important. You think spectacles are important pissed he got pissed well that's probably one of the reasons why they wanted him to have that position because of his name his stature who he is they didn't really want him to do anything yeah so when he tried to do something they're like whoa chill out we're gonna slap his name on it for a few years while we run it into the ground and everyone's (laughs) gonna blame him you guys are sitting here talking to me that like he's like a really good ceo of a team but all the advanced metrics are saying he was only average so well nice nice i'm trying to okay all right slightly above average yeah just but like he, didn't, he didn't have the help of the of the team people, though. No, they were holding that, them back. That's, that's one big thing. They were, they were cool with losing. They don't care. They don't care. No. Like, and not only are they – they're cool with losing. They're cool with, like, people even talking about them losing. Like, they're, they're, they, like, lose, and it's the butt of jokes. Yeah, except, yeah. except for the San Diego Padres. They have the coolest modern-era jerseys, and they are yes. fine with that. Yep. That M is strong. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Their jerseys are so strong. Their originals were strong. Yeah. Every step of the way, they've had good jerseys. What can he do yeah. as a CEO? So Miami's a fashion place, not a sports place. Oh, I agree completely. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. So it's yeah. Miami. They don't I, care. I, no. think, I think what they did is they did, management told them, like, look, we're not going to pursue high-priced free agents like they did in New York when you were playing. We're going to go with one of the cheapest payrolls in baseball. That's Could my, you imagine that's, the Marlins if they didn't blow it up? the year before they got Jeter on board? Oh, like whenever they got rid of Osuna and Giancarlo yeah. Stanton. And oh, wow. Christian Yelich, yeah. Giancarlo Stanton, Oof. Marcelo Zuna. I think uh, they the, had a tragedy the, at the pitching staff, pitching, which was a yeah. big deal. Yeah, the Jose Fernandez accident, I think mm-hmm. that's what made them just, just decide to blow it up. I, I'm actually They could have been good for a long time. I'm actually surprised it took this long because they, what's the commitment to winning <laughs> when you're like the Tampa Bay Rays of the NL? Well, but they do win. Like that's <laughs> yeah, the they're, difference. They're, yeah, well, they're, but they're doing it with the you know farm system. But uh, the talk was that he wanted high price free agents, and they said no. You would think that he, because it's hard when you're not. We talk about it, me, you, me and Robert just talked about this the other day while we were in LA. We we're talking about former players who coach and yeah. just how difficult it is for former players to look at like a front office or a or a player on the field and be like, why aren't you just better? Just do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, the one, I'm, yeah. I, it was easy to me. Why isn't it easy to you? Yeah, look yep. what I did while I was playing. Yeah. Look at my numbers. Why can't you just up and do it? Yeah. Everyone tells you how good I am, right? Like, do I need to also show you? Because he doesn't. He's Derek <laughs> Jeter. But also, like we were saying, as a CEO, like how does he know what to do? Like he can't go out there and be like, hey, I'm going to average uh, one point five minor league signings per, you know, homestand or per 160. There's not, like, those measurables for this position. 
And then, was he getting played? He he bought in, so he bought like five percent of the team, four yeah. percent, and then they paid him five million a year. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good investment for Jeter. He gave back the percents. He made out with the page. Like this works out. And now when Major League Baseball calls him, they're like, "Hey, we need you to replace that Joe Torre spot." Like he's going to be lined up in a place where he can replace that Joe Torre spot. Well, wherever he goes, they're going to have to win because you know he's sick of it in Miami, just seeing all that mediocrity. He got sick of seeing the 2003 World Series trophy, and then he was like, "I'm leaving." Well, that's the way they look. How the way the Marlins won both of their titles. Yeah, they threw a bunch of money at it. Yeah, won it one year, then blew it up. They made Jeter, all the money back. Jeter's yep. sitting there. That's what I want to do. That's yeah. why I came yeah. here. Let's do it again. Yeah. Also. Did something else happen and we're about to get like a breaking Derek Jeter story? God, I can't wait. Mm. You know what you know what it was? Ran out of women in Miami. <laughs> Not possible. Derek Jeter. Not possible. Derek Jeter Not let loose there. on Miami for four years. That's Are you place. kidding me? Not possible. The numbers he's gonna put up? Still got Cuba right there, bro. Not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the flood of Ukrainian refugees coming? <laughs> Derek Jeter could. Derek Jeter could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's planning for it. The world could be like, Derek, there's an embargo right now. He's like, not for me. <laughs> I'm just, guys, Cuba don't matter. Ukraine don't matter. Russia don't matter. I'm Derek Jeter. We've got a pretty cool little interview coming up. Dan Linger is going to sit down with us. He runs sports and fitness stuff here at the YMCA. We're going to talk about what's going on for the youth. We're going to talk about what's going on for potential new members because uh, there's a lot of neat happenings coming in March. So we're excited to do that. And obviously we're live here at the McLeod YMCA, the intersection of Comanche and Tramway. Come see your boys. We're hanging out. I think you want to give away a pass, boys? Do we get a pass? Let's find out if we got a pass to give away. I think we I have think a pass. I think we have a pass. I, so I didn't confirm if we had a pass. I should have looked to see if we had a pass. We have a pass. We probably have a pass. We got a pass. If not, I mean, I don't know. We'll just pull it out of a budget or something. <laughs> yeah. Come I'll out of somewhere. Put our money where our mouth is. I'll just pay for it. Thank you, <laughs> thank you to Dave and Buster's for being a part of the program. Thank you to New Mexico Pinion Coffee, who I started my day with, which I really needed after the weekend we spent in Highlands. Yeah. A lot of baseball, too. I didn't even talk about that with you boys. You boys left before that. It was all softball all weekend. I'm super busy. Dane Linger, we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. Today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of words that make me say, what? What? What was that word you used earlier, man? I'm excited for this one. Oligarch. I've never heard of that. Yeah? We'll talk about it in the break. No, we'll talk about it during today's I-9 varsity <laughs> at the end of the program. Obviously, we're live from the YMCA today. When we're live at the YMCA, we bring on friends of the show that have association with the YMCA, including Dane Leninger, runs sports and fitness here for the Y. Dane, how are you, brother? I'm, I'm doing good. Oh, you're all the way down. That's my fault. Bring uh, it back. I'm great. I'm great. Dane, welcome to the program. Hey, there you are. Welcome. There he is. That's 100% my fault, Dane, so I apologize to everyone at home and the Leninger family, who I'm certain is listening. Yeah. Dane, we were talking about youth sports during the break. What's going on at the Y? What's going on with registration? And if your kid's not a part of it yet, what do you, what do you got to do to make them a part of it? Um, so there's a couple ways that you can do it. We, we do online registration. We're going to push it back to the 4th of March. Originally, we were, we're – so go ahead and get registered now online or in person at either Horn Family YMCA um it's real easy we can come in and we'll get you all set up what what sports do we have coming up for the for the curious listeners out there um so for the spring spring season we're going to be pushing basketball volleyball and soccer from ages basically three to 17 
Oh, yeah, that's a big spread. Yeah, yeah. it is. So they're not playing together. No, no. <laughs> the, the three-year-olds and the seventeen-year-olds hey. are in separate leagues. That'd correct. be so good. That'd be awesome. <laughs> are you putting me against some three-year-olds right now? Ooh. You'll beat the spread for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So, so this can be entry level. This can be any type of level when it comes to the sports. Yeah. So we actually we run um, competitive and recreational leagues for basketball. Volleyball is more just a, a, a just a league. Um, I'd say it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, we focus on building fundamentals and um, just getting everybody out there and playing. Basically, who's helping develop these kids though? Who's it's volunteer coaching. It's parents. It is, is it, it is. with? It's with a Y mentorship. Like how to like explain to me a little bit how it works. Um. So we have we have a lot of return coaches and stuff. People have been with the Y for a long time, and and after coming back from COVID, they're happy to come back. And then we're we're all also always looking for volunteer coaches to come out and and help out with you know mentoring the kids and and uh, that type of stuff. So. What are, what are you most excited for? Like, what what do you have your thumb on the most? What are you most active in? Um, besides just everything, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like we said last time, I, I I throw my hat in a lot of the rings there at the Y. So, I do the fitness side of things as well as the sports, and um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited to get things back back to going back to high numbers, lots of kids out there playing sports and just having a good time. So we're at, we're out at the Horn location today, or we're at the McLeod location today, but the youth programs are all at the Horn location. Is that correct? Um, Most of the practice and stuff that, that, that we run, we we have the gymnasium over at the Horn Family YMCA, so for volleyball we run practices there. But otherwise we actually we partner with APS, so we, we go through public schools and as well as like city soccer fields and stuff like that. So for for someone who is not familiar with the why the way it is now, it's very modern, very state of the art. Um, can you expand on that to let someone know who hasn't been familiar with the YMCA brand for a while? Um, yeah, so we we just switched our systems up. We use a thing that's called Y Game Time, so it's pretty cool uh, way to track like scores, stuff like that. We update it. Um, we build brackets for tournaments, so the end of the season we will do like a tournament to end the season, and and we're able to basically put it all into there. It you know um, you can subscribe to your team, and it actually integrates it into your your phone calendar, Look which is that. really neat. Yeah, super modern. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Back in my day, we had scratch paper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just write down stuff. Back, back like, in my day, it's still not what you use. <laughs> it was like, no, I still do I still it. use that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's still what I do. You know, we had we had a phone tree. Is what we had. Oh, so I like, remember yeah, that. So like yeah, so like coach would call the assistant coach yes. and the other assistant coach. <laughs> then they would call two people mm-hmm. and they would call two people because there was no way to do it. Right. And by the time I got to my mom, she was like, Manfred, call. <laughs> I'm like, I have to call mom? Like, call, you're, call who? What you're you the mom, mom. <laughs> mom? So with, uh, so anyway, with your programs, you got soccer coming up, volleyball coming up, basketball coming up. Um, how is the returning to with the? Is there still concern over the vaccine? Is there still concern over masks? Is there still concern over COVID nineteen precautions? Um, and what has the Y done to kind of comfort everyone in that return? Uh, we follow NMA guidelines and stuff like that. We we have there's been concern and stuff with masks and and we you know as with the state everything. We kind of lifted that mask mandate for indoor sports and things. So right now, there's no there's no requirements for masks or anything like that. Um, 
but we do keep the the team small and then we kind of like to gap out the the time in between so if a team plays we'll block off an hour so there's not that cross-contamination of another team coming in so it has time to clear out basically so you're not just looking for kids to show up to the league. You're also looking for a few volunteers, a few coaches. What, what do you have available for people who are passionate about helping these kids? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's really easy to become a volunteer at the YMCA. There's a registration form online that can be found if you just, you're on our website. You scroll all the way to the bottom, and you can find the volunteer form. Um, we do a quick background check, and if you, um, you know, kind of, want to help out you can also be a team a team parent basically so there's team parents there's volunteer coaches and then there's assistant coaches uh really anything you know we you know anybody can help out and come come be a part of the sports that we do here at the y is that a minimum commitment for them um, or is that just basically on the time that they can give um it's we we like them to be semi-committed we our, our season is basically eight we, we run eight games and ten practices so it's it's a decent sized chunk, what two and a half months or so that we we like to kind of dedicate. Right. Yeah. So with signing up now at the Y with the family deal, your kids get athletics for free. That's my understanding. Um, not that's oh that's coming soon. That's okay. coming soon. Um, we're gonna do the all inclusive memberships coming starting soon, and that'll be that'll be really exciting. Where where members basically, uh, it just you know really makes sense. You you can. I think it's for a $15 charge. You'll be able to sign up kids for, for sports for $15. There you go. There we go. So, that's what's up. Sweet. That'll be, sorry that'll be awesome. No. That's, <laughs> sorry we dropped that leak early. too early. Yeah. 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 Don't tell the people out there. Like kind right of like Kanye's Donda too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We leaked that one too. <laughs> I mean, Bill's buzz is what it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously, if you're a member of the Y, uh, it is currently a lower rate than if you're a non-member of the Y for your child to become a part of Y Athletics. And again, uh, spring registration has been stretched out to the the fourth of March. So come get registered ASAP. So do that before the end of the week. Uh, get your youngin enrolled in it. Skill set doesn't matter. There's developmental here. They'll mm. they'll teach you the basics. And and if there's a way to kind of start without knowing anything, this is definitely the place to start. Absolutely. Dane, did we miss anything? No, that's great. I, I appreciate you guys' time. Oh, Thank appreciate you. Appreciate you, big guy. Sure. Thank you, dude. Dane Leninger, he runs all the sports. He runs all the fitness. He, well, I mean, for road boys, he runs it all. I don't know about that. He runs everything. <laughs> He's also the accountant. Is He's that true? Gardener. Yeah. We do budgeting. He does some construction. Yeah. yeah. I saw him clean up the coffee uh, counter over there earlier. A little Makes bit janitorial. Mean pot. Yeah, mean he knows. Pot of coffee. He knows the lawn, feed the dog. <laughs> <laughs> now it's coming out. Yeah. He did, Dan gets here early and he like shoes like home free people away from the fence. He's like, guys, come on now. This, well, well this is McLeod, not Horn. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's we're little, way up in the heights. A little here. better up here. So, yeah. Dan, you're the best. Whenever we get back from the break, we're going to talk about what's going on later this week and currently, including us staying in the heights and going to O'Neill's over off Juan Tabot, and we're excited about that. We're two men on ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Michael, I didn't have a headset on, so if you told me between break, I apologize, but how many minutes we got right here? Got about five. Okay. Here's the deal, boys. I found this article. I didn't bring this up to you because I don't wanna I didn't want to spoil it. Okay. okay. Hugh Jackson, you guys familiar with Hugh Jackson? Yeah, the guy who plays Wolverine. No. Nope. <laughs> 
seems like you're just so bad about everything. <laughs> it's just everything about oh, you. Oh, man. What do you do? You associate him with being a a Broadway performer first and like Wolverine second? He's the head coach at Grambling <laughs> State University. The old Browns coach. Yeah, coach for the Raiders as well. Mm-hmm. Um, been a couple places. I don't know if he's ever won a game. So I can't. <laughs> no, he he won one in two years, right? That's correct. I think you were yeah. actually not that far off. He's one in His NFL career 31 record is 11-44-1. So he's arguably the worst of all time. Yes. Well, not just football coach. He's also worse as a person. The Hugh Jackson Foundation collected $158,000 in 2019, which is the most recent tax info available. Okay. okay so this is still going. Paid out of that 158000 115000 to an employee and spent another 15000 on travel. They gave out roughly $4,000 in grants. Now you're like, Fred, why are we picking on this guy? It's $150,000. Set up a foundation, obviously, just for whoever's wife or I don't know who's the one employee. This guy sucks. Like, what is Grambling State doing? We gave him all type of praise. Yeah, we gave him some praise. For name, image, likeness. And then he turns around and this is what's he's going scamming. On. Yeah. That's might, what I'm saying. He, now it makes sense. He's scamming at Grambling. And yeah. he's about to take some young and we know about Grambling. Grambling's right. a historically black college. Right. He gonna he's gonna really put some kids that need some influence into some bad situations and they're gonna end up owing some oligarchs some money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. Use it in a sentence and everything. I need you know, you hear me say this all the time. I need more data. I need more data on this because what he did, we talked about a couple weeks ago, is he got contracts for Grambling State and spread out the name, image, likeness money Mm -hmm. equally on everybody. Everybody. Oh, you're talking about laundering. The whole whole team. Who's on scholarship? The whole team got paid. Yep. Here's what really happened. He took a fat cut. That's (laughs) And it's finally coming out. Because that's what this is. The the quote-unquote, let me make sure I get the official name. The Hugh Jackson Foundation. <laughs> they put out a little deal. We're asking for forgiveness, redemption. Also, hashtagging Graham fame, and I think that sucks. Aww. I'm not one who wants to like beat, because we use boys, B-O-I-S, so I get it. Like, But Graham fam sucks. Graham fam? Like drug addicts? Like Grams? <laughs> Graham fam? I'm looking here. He's not getting off to a good start. His first hire as offensive coordinator was Art Bryles. Oh, people do not care for that. What is he doing? This dude. (laughs) Come on, Hugh. They put out – the Hugh Jackson Foundation puts out this official stance. By the way, who's coaching Grambling? Is it Hugh Jackson or the Hugh Jackson Foundation? Like, that's like if you own a company and run – well, hold on. We actually do this. Yeah, hold on. Let me rephrase yeah. what I'm about yeah. to say. Don't, don't, don't open up the yeah. playbook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Hugh Jackson Foundation has been dedicated to fight against all forms of sexual abuse and exploitation as well as other forms of racism and social bias. Oh, okay, cool. You literally steal. Cool that you – cool that you – Bury all those things. Sounds good. Yeah. So someone got paid. You're telling me someone got paid $115,000 to put up that crappy apology. That's literally what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Hugh Jackson also what he doesn't got going for him. That the he jumped in 
and rode the coattails of Brian Flores when Brian Flores opened up his class action mm-hmm. lawsuit. Ah, he jumped he sure in right did. behind that. And that then a, makes two sense. weeks later, this information comes out. This makes so sense. So just this Brian Flores' lawsuit just immediately loses all credibility because he's a swindler. Uh, Van, I need you to get the social media ready because you are the better at it than I. What I'm about to do, boys, is I'm going to show you an image. Okay? okay. And this is going to be hard for radio for it to translate. But this is the actual image of the Huge Action Foundation. <sighs> oh, Brett Kavanaugh loves that image. How would you describe the actual image of the Hugh Jackson Foundation? If you're familiar with Urban Dictionary, I think that's called the Eiffel Tower. I believe that's what yeah. that is called. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's horrible. Wait. Why, do, why is he still using the brown colors? <laughs> Check out at TalkABQ on, on the social and media and right now. Misspelled his own name? Van is, <laughs> is going to put that on the Instagram right now so you can just see how dumb the Hugh Jackson Foundation oh, is. Oh, man. Can you believe this, Vital? We're one month away from the Electric Playhouse and Dodgeball. Get ready. Big announcement coming. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Sports Animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. We are live from the McLeod branch of the YMCA here in the lobby, greeting new friends, making new friends. That's why I was late, boys, coming back. You're getting too friendly. Yeah. yeah. You're a friendly guy. That's the thing about the Y. It's the fellowship. That's your favorite part about it. it, it hey, Loki, it's my favorite part. Okay, boys. National news, national stories. Also, if you're getting off work right now, congratulations. You made it. We got a lot more work in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's an interesting job, though. It doesn't feel like a job. <clears throat> Paranormal investigation. That's why I tell everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we travel, what are you doing? I'm a paranormal investigator. <laughs> Don't say ghost, though, because they, then they know you're messing with them. Yeah. Ghost hunters? No one's, yeah, no one's. That's rude. I don't say that. It's paranormal investigation, not ghost hunting. No. Like some plebeian, some plebeian rookie. I got the best story of the day, boys. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, man. That Hugh Jackson one. It's pretty low. According to the International Taekwondo Organization, Okay. Vladimir Putin's black belt has been revoked. All right, this is the <sighs> best story of the day. <laughs> They're taking everything. <laughs> Nothing is sacred. <laughs> They're going to pull Zangief off of Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to take everything Russian-based off of everything in the world. Why does Putin have a black belt? I don't even know if it was honorary or He's actuary. a former KGB agent, so he got yes. trained in the black belt when he was coming, rising through the ranks of the KGB. KGB? From what I understand, he has a few of them. Yeah, he he's does. Got yeah, he's got four one, different. He's got four karate, different. Karate, Aikido. What's the newest one? What's that last word? Aikido. All right, put that on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I just call that Steven Seagal. That's what I call Aikido. Isn't that what he did? Just breaking arms? Yes. He never kicked. He just grabbed you and broke your arm. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, Putin is phenomenal at it, but every organization he's involved with is stripping his title or stripping his 
He was like, <laughs> his he was title. The, the pre- he's the honorary world champion of man, honorary judo, honorary president oh, of yeah. judo, and they man, stripped that from him yeah. too. You are so damn dumb. Okay, he's not good at these things. No one is going to beat him. <laughs> he's not good, but no one will ever beat him. Well, when he was younger, people no. would attempt to beat him. No, they did not. Have you actually seen him do it when he was younger? No, it's like legit scary. For real? Yeah, yeah. You know, how tough. I, I Steven- like, and it was him. The real, actually, him. Robert. Yeah, he's like an actual tough guy. He's like a real member of the KGB, Robert, bro. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what, do you slip in red Kool Aid here, son? Like <laughs> spitting straight facts, yo. Robert just pointed out how Steven Seagal can beat up everyone in a movie because they're not allowed to beat him up. That's exactly what this is. That's what it is. <laughs> well, Chuck Norris lost to Bruce Lee once. So yeah, I mean, you're Bruce doing Lee. that backwards. That's he's Bruce moving. Lee. <laughs> Well, it depends on what country you saw the movie. Well, also, Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Lee did lose to Brad Pitt, though, so there's that as well. <laughs> you really think he's good? You're not. You're yes, messing with me. No, I am not. Dog. Nah, bro. It, Dog. In, okay. In, in the celebrity deathmatch tournament of presidents or leaders of countries, yeah. I am picking Vladimir, Vladimir Putin versus the field every time. Nah. No. No. My boy in the Ukraine no. right now. Yeah, not that's hand what I'm to hand. With. Zelensky? What? He's got the Klitschko's teaching him everything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he I, taught the Klitschko's. I, I think I got it oh, backwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, you just got his back so hard because he's an ex-stand-up comedian. Yeah, that's He could do that's no exactly. wrong to you. He could do no wrong to you. Well, I'm looking here. I'm looking at the Putin story. International Judo Federation suspended his status as honorary president and ambassador. Good. So they just gave him stuff. He didn't earn anything. It wasn't like he was in the trenches kicking people. Do you remember that Sasha Baron Cohen movie where he's the dictator? Yes. <laughs> That's the That's real Putin. life of Putin. Of Putin. <laughs> yep. Like he just he he starts to play like soccer and he just shoots you. <laughs> I don't score. <laughs> he shoots you. you. Can't compare an ex KGB agent's real life to a Sasha Baron Listen, Cohen movie, I bro. Sc- I score a goal, your family live. That's what he says. I think that's Ooh, every Sasha dictator. Baron Cohen? No. That's every dictator. Yeah. They can't really do anything. That's Vladimir Putin. <laughs> oh, my God. I will take Vladimir Putin versus your six-and-a-half-foot ass any day of the week. You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm about to Google this. Whatever. on a legit, a legit fight. fight. That's all I want to know. <laughs> You're just going to put can Putin <laughs> yep, fight? That's it. Boys, <laughs> if I Google machine. <laughs> if I logged in right now to the Taekwondo organization of whatever – also, for $125, could I get a certificate saying that I'm the black belt champion of the world, Mr. Dude's Priest? I was just going to say that, too. I was like, you're describing how I got my my uh, priestship in the yes. Church of the Latter-day Dude. You don't even know what it's called. That's how poor you are. The Church of the Latter-day Dude. And, you're, and you are ordained in it. Well, I haven't done a, a ceremony in quite some time. Oh, I didn't know there was continuing education hours involved with this. That's my bad. <laughs> I I've, I've performed a marriage ceremony as the dude, Is, so... I cut my teeth in the real world, okay, just like Va- Vladimir Putin did. And I don't want to be a Vladimir Putin apologist. You are right now. I don't want to sound like a <laughs> You're Vladimir Putin here. You've been Team Putin for a long time. That is not true whatsoever, but he is a legit bad dude in real life. This is not the good time to pull you know this the, out. The stacks and stacks <laughs> of bodies he has under his name, he's, a K- he's the head of the KGB, bro. This isn't like a, a 2,000 cred thread count sheet story here. He's like the actual head of the KGB. Yeah, not because he's tough. 
He didn't get to the top because he's tough. Yes. No. He got to the top because he was in office. Okay, what did the Google say? Uh, it's a fraud. <laughs> I'm not lying. They have a whole article in the Washington I'm Post. I'm telling you. It's from 2017. Yeah. They did the research, and it was all a fraud. And you're the guy who falls for it. You're the guy. When Putin comes to you, Van, he's like, listen, v- Vandalier. I don't know what the Russian <laughs> version of Van is. Van Vandermeer. Yeah, you Just take the L out of it. You uh, you believe I'm tough? You join KGB. I give you, I give you a cushy job. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's what he says that to was you. Pretty good. Yeah, I, uh, I set you up for success. You like Simmeral? I, I, I make sure you have Simmeral every day. That's what he says to you, and you're like, I'm in. I'm in, Vladdy, because you guys are like that. I'm, I'm reading the article. So there was a a guy. His name was Wits, who actually studied the footage, did some research, and he says all of Putin's partners dropped to the floor. All too easily. All right, look him up on World Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's undefeated. He's undefeated on World Star. As far as sanction goes, on my at least from my viewpoint, voice pettier the better. Yeah. Any sanction you can put on someone, yeah, that's like super petty. I'm into. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, they're they're throwing away bottles of Smirnoff, even though Smirnoff is made in Cleveland. <laughs> It's like it has no impact on them whatsoever, yeah. but they're still getting rid of bottles of Smirnoff. I'd rebrand it. I'd rebrand it like like something so oppo Russia. Oh yeah, yeah, like, like Rocky Four. The yeah, drink. that ooh, that's the one. <laughs> aged yeah. aged freedom potatoes. There Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that. <laughs> Ten times distilled potato oh, juice. Man, it's gonna get worse. To who? For Russia. Oh, my gosh, yes, it is. They're taking everything off the table, whatever they can dig up. And because I am a victim of the propaganda machine, I believe that, like, Ukraine is, like, winning the war right now. That's all I'm reading. Now, do I know? You're just getting the highlights. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. They're giving us the one guy who shoots down a jet yeah. with a, a bow and arrow. Like, that's what yeah. they're giving us every day. They're, they're like, here's – and the other, I don't know if you boys remember, the other day, there were like 13 like Ukrainian heroes who died on an island defending against Russia and throwing like expletives at Russia, like warships as they're bombing the island off the face of the earth. Mm. And then today they're like, actually, we just got them sitting in a hotel lobby. Yeah. Yeah, we went and rescued them. They're very much alive. Yeah, there. they're 100% yeah, alive. Yeah. yeah. They, they, just, uh, they just knocked down the cell tower. Yeah. We didn't hear from them for and a it, while. And actually, it was... One of our guys on a dinghy who speaks Russian, and we just kind of recorded it. Whatever. I mean. But by the time that hits, nobody cares. No, because it already rallied. Exactly. You, you already cried loud enough yeah. to where, like, like Russian who's not in Russia, Russia, Russian who's in Toledo, he's like, cool, I'm going. Yeah. Book me a flight. Send me to Belarus. I'll get in. I'm about, I'm about to. I'm about. I said Russian. I meant Ukrainian. I'm about to go. I'm going I'm to take care of my boys at home. Like. Well, Lomachenko, he yeah, just, just went. He's that. there, and yeah. then Yurisk, he's there. Lomachenko, Lomachenko, yesterday joined the Ukraine Defense Battalion, like front lines. Just put him in the front, shoulder to shoulder with the Klitschkos, put him on the border, let him punch tanks, and I don't know. Let him grab missiles out of the air. I don't know what the Russians were thinking when you're going to mess with the same people that bred the Klitschko brothers. Yeah, they're both doctors. And they're both heavyweight champions. I like how you're giving no credit to Dolph Lundgren right now. Dolph Lundgren, a doctor? Yeah, but he's Russian. He's Russian. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. You just put him head to head. You just <laughs> just call the whole thing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. one round of fisticuffs. No, he's got to fight Rocky again before he can go to the Klitschko. Rocky turn. Rocky go to Russia and somehow gets an entire arena of people in St. Petersburg or Moscow yes. to turn Leningrad. in favor and Leningrad, Leningrad to turn in favor. <laughs> Of the Italian from America. Yes. It's the stupidest premise for a movie in the history of stupid movies. That movie was needed then and it's needed now. <laughs> We're at a deficit of Cold War propaganda. I'm, I'm glad it's coming back. They remade Red Dawn like five minutes ago. Right. <laughs> They're shooting it now with like the kids from High School yeah. Musical. And they act, So they really did pull one out. <laughs> no, that's funny right there. <laughs> And it's just them doing poisons. Uh, oh, <laughs> Belle oh. Bib DeVoe's poison? No, no. What's, <laughs> we're not going to take it. Oh, Twisted Sister. Twisted, Twisted Sister, Sister, yeah. Twisted no, Sister. we're not going to take it. And they're like oh. going up and down the streets. And <laughs> the Russians are like, look at this. Uh, they couldn't handle jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> get, whoever's playing Klitschko is like, catch these jazz hands. <laughs> like, who, who says that? That's the dumbest thing. Oh, no black belt for Putin. He sucks. Russia sucks. When we get back, LeBron sucks. Yes. You, you ready to break that one down, Robert? Yeah. You much. ready to show your Laker fandom here, Robert? Yep, exactly. Here we go. We're on the road today with Chisholm Trail RV. Check out Chisholm Trail, the intersection of Eubank and, excuse me, Wantabo and Central. Uh, I'm about to buy a fifth wheel, boys. I'm going to move out of my apartment. I don't care. I'm about done. I forget pricing right now. I'm going to put a 30-year on a fifth wheel. I don't even have a truck that will pull it. I'm going to park in a van's backyard, and I'm going to live out my lives like a hermit. I've been cleaning out the Live from the cloud, for YMCA, the intersection of Sanchi and Tramway. <laughs> probably an address here. I don't know it. <laughs> Human on 95.9 FM and 610. 12500 Comanche. So there you go. You just North. say Comanche and Tramway. So 125,000 right. Comanche. Northeast. Northeast. I feel like my descriptor of Comanche and Tramway is very good. I don't know why you guys are giving me like different. One street west of Tramway on Comanche. Oh, you confused them. Yeah. You see his face? Oh, going east and west? Yeah, what are you doing? You don't say mountain run or whatever One that is street right away from the mountain. There we go. <laughs> now you're talking Fred. <laughs> also, the McLeod has been here for a long time. I feel like it's not, like, we're not telling people that the McLeod YMCA is here. We're telling people that there's cool stuff going on here. Like, everyone knows the YMCA exists. They just right. don't know how cool and, and how much it slaps. A lot of people know because some people told them it's fun to stay there. But they don't know there how go. much fun it is yes. overall. I mean, young men do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob. Me and Van are going to turn our mics off for a second, okay? <sighs> We're going to give you an opportunity. We're going to give you a platform Yeah. to join everyone at the Crypto.com Arena and, blue, and booing LeBron James and your loser Lakers yeah. and everything about them. Go ahead, go. I just have two words. Trade him. He's got to go. You dumb. He's got to go. The problem with LeBron is he thinks he's – well, it's not that he thinks. He's been bigger than every team he's ever been on. Yeah, duh. A team that has no history, no rings, all that good stuff. Well, Los Angeles has a couple of rings, and then they claim to have a lot. And Since I've been born, yeah, we have a lot. I'm, I'm not talking about the Minnesota, <laughs> Minneapolis, whatever they're called. A lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people do. I don't count those blue ones in the Raptor. You know what it feels like to me? What's that? They grabbed a super old superstar, and he ain't what he used to be. And the guys around him, they ain't got him on a pedestal no more because they see that he's human. 
Statistically, no, no. he's like I, the I third best player in basketball. There you go, Van. He's I, still LeBron James. I, I really disagree. The problem with LeBron with the Lakers, mm-hmm. they didn't keep him just as a player. He's there running actual teams. He's getting players. He's letting his his management, sports manager, sit in on meetings. That's where they messed up. Who's his sports manager? Uh, what is his name? Uncle Luke or something? Rich Paul. Yeah, Rich Paul. That's what it is. That's the, <sighs> the worst of the Paul brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they, been, That's the problem with LeBron. The Lakers the have been hurt all year. LeBron's missed a lot of time. AD's missed a lot of time. Russ has missed a lot of time. Other role players have missed a lot of time. They're obviously underperforming, but they're still in the playoff hunt. Yeah, and also Dwight Howard's in his ninth or tenth year as a Laker. Wait, say that again. In the playoff? This is the Lakers. We don't talk about being in a playoff hunt. They were picked to win the whole West. They won it two years ago. Yeah, and LeBron told all those players on that team, you got to go because I want my boys to come in and win championships. That's what happened. There lies the rub. He'll hang out with those nerds in the Dome. But when he's living yeah. in L.A., he wants to hang out with his boys. Yeah. When an actual GM puts together a, a competitive team that, that plays well together in the playoffs, they win a friggin' trophy. Right. And then he's like, nah, bring, bring in one of my friends who's never done anything ever. Well, that's his ego right there. That's is, the problem with LeBron. I could, you get on my team, we'll win a championship. No matter what. As long as I'm there, put me God, with my, You say that's, that's a problem? Does. That's how I work in life. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> that's not how his career's been. You get on my team, right? You get on my radio team? Shoot, we had the best radio show. Right. I started a pickup team at the Y? Shoot, we had the best pickup team at the Y. That's how my mind works. you got to have that mindset. Yeah, but you got to follow through, too. Hey, because you know what you are saying? Because I'm not about to right now call Broken Back Dwight Howard to come play on my basketball team. Exactly. He's still calling Broken Back Dwight Howard. Yes. Why? Exactly. Why? Old Carmelo that yeah. nobody else wanted. The Lakers have, like, six of the 75 best players of all time. <laughs> and they if all you, should be retired. In 20, <laughs> if this was five years ago. The 2013 team. Yeah. yeah. So good. Could you imagine? Yeah. Could hey, you imagine? I'm just going to say this, too. L.A. fan deserves this. There's no such thing as L.A. fan. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> why they deserve about. this. Wait till, wait till the Lakers start winning again. Oh, then there's all they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you wearing purple and gold? Yeah, me too, bro. Yeah. Been wearing it for years. Mm-hmm. No, you have not, because I've known you for years. Yeah. Purple I'm, and gold in the spring, white and blue in the summer. Yes. Yep. And then uh, what's USC colors? What do you well, call it? Well, that's in the winter. If they're winning <laughs> yeah. and not on sanctions or anything. Yeah. So. Crimson and what? I'm just, Burgundy and gold? What do Burgundy you call and gold. It? That's what it is. So the thing with your LeBron thing is he gets booed at the crypto.com last night. But L.A. Boo is super soft. L.A. Boo yeah, is like was, nothing. Because it's a Hollywood boo. It's a Hollywood boo. Yeah. Yeah, because as soon as you see him after the game, you still tell him you love him. He's your best friend. Yeah. This is like, like why a sports writer won't write anything negative about Major League Baseball player right now during this negotiation because they know they have to get back in yeah. the locker room with them for 162. Get, and they won't get interviews. No exclusives. Because athletes got the longest memory of anyone who mm-hmm. got memories. And it could be something really slight, too. Uh-huh. Because he's going to see Pete Davidson on the sideline, and Pete Davidson's going, boo. Yeah. And then afterwards, he's going to be like, no, it was boo earns. <laughs> you're, you're right. Yeah. That's Pete, what it is. Pete Davidson's a Nets fan anyway, right? I, obviously. From, I, from I, Staten Island. I don't even know if he knows what basketball is. His eyes look like basketball. <laughs> he got tattoos like a basketball player. Yeah. I feel like he, 
Birdman? Yeah. His, Birdman, Birdman. His, his lady date basketball players? I mean, it's got to be like similar, right? Uh, it depends on the year. Odd years, <laughs> basketball, yeah. even football. So Speaking of his lady, did you see the uh, when you order Kim Kardashian off Wish that was walking around with Kanye? Did you see that picture? Yeah. Kanye's got a new lady that's not Kim Kardashian, but looks just like Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Exactly. Like. Right. About to Google that. Yeah. Google yeah. that. Look, look that up. Enough of the, you know, Pete Davidson, I'd choose him in the beef every time. Even the it is. Be- it's called the paint. Why did you call it the beef? Oh, you're not talking about basketball. No. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. We, I'm talking about off of that one. Pete and Kanye. We haven't been talking about basketball yeah. for a few minutes now, Fred. All right. Chaney Jones. That's right. her name. So, okay, I'm pulling her up right now. She looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. I'm going to say that this is a pretty lady. That's she's, what I'm going to say. Very much so. Just wait till you see the picture. And only Kanye would found her on this earth. This is ridiculous. It's the exact same <laughs> it's person. It's the exact same person. It's, it's, it's Wax Museum Kim Kardashian. It is. <laughs> and all these great, photos. Great value 10K. Yeah. Michael, Google Chaney Jones right now because I can't show this to you. Yeah. But it's C-H-A-N-E-Y Jones. Mm-hmm. And she also looks like in every picture that I'm seeing of her that she's an extra in a Matrix movie. Yes. All black. <laughs> like what is. All, all black. Hair all, to the back. She's got those the shades. She's got those pleather leggings that Courtney, that my lady has, where she's like, I shouldn't have slipped that one up. That like that my leg that my lady has, yeah. where she's like, she's like, are where we're going out tonight? Are dinner plates like over twenty bucks? Because if they are, I'm wearing these. That's her. Okay. All right. So the people, oh, this is unfair. So people are doing who wore it betters with her and Kim Kardashian, and one of them is Kanye West. Oh, that's oh. so sad. She's yeah, 20, they're the exact same person. She's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. He went and got a prime Kim. That's what he did. So in the automobile business, it's called a tr- this is called an upgrade. So what he's going to do is he's going to impregnate the new one and then name their kids the exact same name. <laughs> but and opposite. He doesn't have to see his other yeah. kids. He doesn't, going, he doesn't name his kid. North and south. Yeah, south, <laughs> southeast. Southwest. Yeah. It does it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> He just broke up with a chick last week, and now he's with her. That's what he got to follow the Derek Jeter rules. Yeah, well, mommy, yeah. why did Daddy go out for cigarettes? He doesn't smoke. <laughs> yeah, see, Derek Jeter will never get photographed with anybody. Oh gosh, no! Mm-mm. You got to hear that through the grapevine. Derek Jeter want to see a movie? He ran out the theater. Yeah, Derek Jeter. And don't everybody play. has to go. Duh. Give me your phones. Yeah. Yeah. Gift baskets. <laughs> so strong. Yeah. It's just so hey, listen, strong. If Derek Jeter come to you and is like, hey, listen, I'm doing anything. Yeah. Backyard barbecue. Yeah. He's like, you can come. Here's the thing. You can't bring your phone. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you don't bring your phone, I'll give you some AirPods in this gift basket when you leave. And you're like, yes, Derek. I don't even need the gift basket. No, I just want to hang out with Derek Jeter. Yeah. Nah, I want the gift basket. Same. <laughs> yeah. You know what also I don't want? To ever buy a drink when Derek Jeter's around. And I'm not trying to be that guy that's like, I well, refuse to buy a drink. I don't think that would happen anyway. You won't. No. He'll just give them to you anyway. If you're in the presence if, of Derek Jeter, yeah. you're always in an open bar, yeah. drink and drown situation. It doesn't matter. We name dropped a name the other day when we were in L.A. at a Super Bowl party to get into a Super Bowl party. <laughs> and it was, and they were like, oh, you, you're adjacent to this name? And we were like, yes. And they were like, cool, you're in. And we are like. That's how it works. That's how this works? Yeah. We, Sweet. We didn't pay for any drinks there. Nope. But we're not Kanye level. Yet. Also, if me and my lady break up, <laughs> I'm not going to go date the was, twin of my lady. I was going to say, who does that? That's weird. Kanye West. 
Who has done that historically? Well, you two both have a type, but it's both mental things. You're correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're correct. No, it ain't any shape, color, size. Yeah, it's that yeah. Crayola could be this big, this yeah, tall, any yeah. color in the box, it's, don't matter. It's Roy G. Biv over here. Mm-hmm. My, pass, my passport, <laughs> my passport's very impressive. But mental health men- wise, but their mental, mental health history hey, is it's, quite poor. It's a lot of CTE going on. Quite poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You call them yoga instructors. I call them difficult. They're similar. Yeah, the same. They're similar. Sarah is sitting right here, Fred. That's a group fitness. That's all my thing. <laughs> Sarah, you. Sarah's got a headphone. Sarah, you. Kylie's going to join us after the break, but she's been sitting here for a moment. Sarah, um, I also we- teach yoga. <laughs> <laughs> this interview is going to go great. Well, we, all right. When we get back, Sarah, you, Kylie, will join us and. Oh, boy, I got it coming to me. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Everything that's about to happen to me, I deserve. Sarah, you, Kylie, joining us on the program. Sarah runs all the group acts here at the YMCA's. Both of them, right? You're yes. over both of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sarah, I earlier, before the commercial, mentioned that I had not in my personal life had the most success mental health-wise, with individuals who identify as yoga instructors. And I said it in a joking manner, although I absolutely meant it. And then you uh, quickly mentioned that you've been doing it for over 10 years. Uh, over 15 years. Over 15 yeah. years. Wow. I think said 17. Yeah, she did say 17. Yep. So, Sarah, uh, how's, your, how's your mental health? How's your world? I think it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> No complaints. Yeah, yeah. So, talk yeah. To, talk to the stars recently? Or? Uh, no, I don't talk to the stars. No, you just got any... And you know what helps me with my mental health? Yoga. Yoga. Uh, <laughs> same. I'm yeah. just saying, I, I no longer need to walk through the woods looking for ley lines to tell me what energy in the earth. And that is not at all what we do That's, in oh, our yoga classes here at the Y. So they're very much um, uh, accessible for everyone. For every body type, every range of experience from your brand new yogis to people that have been doing yoga for, you know, over 10, 15 years. So, um, you know, we we teach classes in a way that's, um, you know, comfortable for people. So we don't use a lot of Sanskrit. We usually use mostly English terms for the poses. Um, you know, there's not a lot of chanting. We do do some meditation at the end, or at least I do in my classes. I do about five minutes of meditation at the end. But um, it's it's great for your mental health. It really is important. I mean, it's so life is really stressful. So if you can take a break and go to a yoga class or really any other group exercise class, because exercise is so wonderful for your mental health. I always tell people, you know, if I didn't exercise, I would have to be on some sort of antidepressant because mm-hmm. it runs in my family. And, um, you know, but I, I work out every day and that really helps my mental health. So um, you know, beyond the physical benefits, it's great for your mental health too. I, I agree completely. I find like a getting centered from yoga is really important, but not only that, but it's, it's a challenge. It's like a personal challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Like your body is telling you, Hey, you, you've had enough. You should probably quit. Robert, you ever and done like, yoga? No, yes, no. I have. And then your instructor helps you power through it. Yep. I've actually and done then you got that yoga. extra satisfaction at the end. Ooh, now hot yoga. That's, yes, that's, that's badass. That, that, um, I used to do. I did it for about two months. Wow! Until almost, what? Until I almost died. Yeah. So. yeah. 
I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. I, I'm not a hot yoga fan. My husband likes to do it. I do not enjoy it. Um, I just find that it's just like I feel horrible when I'm doing it. And you feel great afterwards. I was going to say, you feel during awesome, is bad, but great. as soon as you walk oh out God. that door. Yeah, you feel like yeah. all the all the toxins have right. been flushed out of your body. You feel awesome when you're done, but just during, it's not a fun process. So, so. coming back to this yoga thing real quick, like – I don't feel like there is introductory yoga anymore. I feel like yoga caught fashion like in the, like, I'm going to say mid to late 90s, but I'm sure it's longer than that from people who are historians. But then I don't feel like I'm going to go anywhere and get, like, introductory to yoga. Does the why bring that kind of energy? Because I yes. don't know the names of the moves. I don't know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the way I teach my classes and a lot of my instructors do as well is as a mixed level. So we, you know, we usually will ask, you know, is anybody new to yoga? And we try to make them feel comfortable and, you know, tell people, I always tell people, this is your practice. If something doesn't work for you, don't do it. Because people come in with all kinds of injuries or just history of things that they, they've done with their bodies and things that don't feel right. And I always say, you know, do what feels right for you and your body. And if it doesn't work for you, just skip it. So yoga is a buffet. You take what you like, you leave the rest. And everybody feels great at the end. So what about the listener or the visitor who comes and they already have their mind set up? We don't want to do yoga. Okay. What, what are other things that, that are available for them? We have all kinds of classes. We have um, cycling, indoor cycling classes. We have body pump, which is a resistance class that's choreographed to music, which is so much fun. Actually, there's a class going on right now here at McLeod. Um, we have uh, Pilates. We have, um, for our senior members, we have Silver Sneakers classes, which are classes that are especially for um, our older population. Like osteoporosis stuff? or Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, working on um, light resistance yeah. and balance mm -hmm. and just, you know, keeping people moving. Um, that's really the important thing. Um, we, have, uh, we have Zumba over at Horn. You know, we have all kinds of great, great classes. So we have a wide variety of different classes for everybody. And earlier you mentioned it's tailored to all levels, like use the, the buffet example. Mm -hmm. Can can you do that for every kind of class that you have? There are different levels of participation. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think is really great about the Y is that, you know, we're just so open and welcoming to everybody. And, you know, when you come in as a new person, if you tell the instructor that you're new, they're going to take a little extra time with you, help you. Like if you come into my cycling class, I also teach cycling. I'll help you set up your bike, make sure that it's fitting properly to you so you have a great experience. And, and you know, all of our instructors do that. When's this next cycling class? It is uh, Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Okay, so that's doable for all three of us. No, no Robert, you're in Austin. Right. Which we're going to talk about. Right. So not this week, but next week when Robert's back. Yeah. Okay. The three of us come into a cycling class. Yep. Like, am I going to be dressed right? Am I going to get laughed at? Am I, uh, like, I know I'm bringing Van and Robert, so obviously, like, they will get the most attention. I wouldn't wear jeans. Okay. Um, but yeah. other yeah. than no. that, I mean, you know, shorts, T-shirt, sneakers, and bring water and yeah. be prepared to have a really good time because we have a good time in my class. And it goes one hour? It's one hour. Yep. Now, will I Ooh. be able to physically walk out of the class afterwards? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Not well, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I already got the shorts and everything. You have I got, a, I got a road bike. And I got, I oh, got you got the bike short. Do I got the, the short. Padding it's in got them? the pad that yeah, wraps, there you go. Yeah, you wraps want... around your BH and your boys. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait little, what are we talking strip about? Of padding? What's, what's this? Like bike shorts. Oh, okay. Like exercise shorts. Oh, okay. And it's got like a pad 
Oh, yeah. on the butt. I've never even known. No. That. Protects, protects. <laughs> I hope we you have, know. Here's um, here's a, another on the list of words that you don't understand. It uh, wraps around your coccyx. Well, he knows coccyx. the first part of it. He yeah. don't know the last. That's the, oh, like a like That's a rooster. The bottom, bottom of your spine. Is yeah, your, your tailbone. Your yeah. tailbone. Yeah, the, I prefer. Are there cockpit. there are seats on these bikes, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was like. Do we have to bring our own seat? No, or? they are on the harder side, yeah. and we have a couple of the bikes in the the fitness area here um, that you can so you can take a look at it. So some people have their own um, padded gel seats that they oh, put okay. over. Okay, um, I like that. Yeah, we actually have one in the room, so you can borrow it. If I, you I don't want the community gel seat. <laughs> like I mine. do. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you get the gel seat. <laughs> you can buy your own. Yes. Um, but it'll um, it does help with that because your butt does get a little bit sore, but yeah. you you get used to it. If you do it more regularly, mm-hmm. then your you kind of your butt toughens up. And I do get. get now that you're making it, now you're describing this way, unlike Van, who does everything poorly, this makes sense because <laughs> Van drives around in a Prius, and there's no padding in a Prius, by the way. I don't know if you've been in one. It's basically just plyboard on the bottom of the – is that how you describe your seats? That is not my seats whatsoever. <laughs> are you being – I mean, but they are. Like, no, they're not. Oh, you call it composite Cause board? No, because you're so affected by gravity – because of your size, yeah. <laughs> it just feels worse. There, there's not a single spring. For normal size human beings, they're very comfortable seats. Have you ever been in a Prius? I don't know that I have. No, you have not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an awful car. So you you're are saying same person. I riding have a Toyota, his... but it's not a Prius. No, it's a good one. So, so riding in his car hurts your coccyx. <laughs> Is that what he says? I love how we're all learning together today. (laughs) I'm going to use that in a sentence. (laughs) Super educational one. (laughs) Group fitness classes are free with membership. They are, yes. Yeah, and then there are some value-added classes. Yes, so I'm actually in the middle of teaching a TRX class, which is an eight-week class, and it's twice a week. And um, I don't know if you've heard of TRX, but they're these straps, and we hang them over the door. We have some hanging oh, from the ceiling. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it is it is a great um, piece of equipment because every exercise engages your core muscles. So even if you're doing like a chest press on the TRX, you have to engage your core because you have to keep yourself in that plank mm-hmm. position. So um, it's – and it's another great class for all age ranges because you can really modify it because it just – goes based on your body weight so you can make it more difficult or less difficult based on where you have your feet placed in relation to the anchor point so it's all physics um and no. it's a lot of fun I can't do physics no you don't have to do physics <laughs> oh good you don't okay. have to do physics yeah. i'm just saying the principles of physics apply based on like where you have your feet in relation to the anchor point so if you have your feet closer to the anchor point you're actually using more of your own body weight but if you walk them away from the anchor point mm. you're more upright so you're right. using less so of your own you're body not, weight you're not, Vital, can we cut out the physics physics part fred's never going to go with me <laughs> <laughs> so, like so you're not just like real fit and healthy you're you're like real smart too I think so. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> the total package here at the YMCA. Come check it out. Group Fitness at McLeod and Horn. And you're not the only instructor. There's obviously no, a – No, no. Yeah, I have a, a great staff. Um, they're all fabulous. Um, you know, we ha- I, I would say we have the best members and we have the best instructors. So, Aww. yes, yes. Best way to get in contact with you? Uh, by email. So, S-U-K-E-I-L-E-Y at YMCACNM.org. There you go, the best guys. way to reach me. Sweet. Come check out Group Fitness at the Y. Where we get back? Rob's going to Austin to get weird. Austin's already weird. Get weird? Er. There we go. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 
boys ever been to Austin? A few times. Never have. Enjoy me some Austin. I'll tell you what Austin has done. It has ruined a lot of other cities. Because Austin is cool in its own way. But a lot of other cities really want to be Austin. And they can't, like, still be their own cities. I'm obviously talking about Portland. Like, there's a lot of cities mm. that are like, we're going to try really hard to duplicate what Austin did. But they all end up just being wish. They can't. They can't. <laughs> you can't do Austin without Texas oil money. But it's the capital of Texas. That's a good point. It's yeah. not just a cool, fun, yeah. weird city with a university there. It's also the friggin' capital. That's probably part of it, too, because it's like a huge city, but it's also a college town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a capital. And, Rob, you're taking it over Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yes. Talk a little bit about it, bro. So you're so you're so big now, you just leave it like you just – like the show catapulted you to the next level, and now you're just traveling <laughs> the country. Like, like you're headlining shows all over now. Uh, it's actually, I've been doing it. Uh, this is uh, one of my buddies that I met in Phoenix. They gave him a comedy room two nights a week in Austin. And he knows how much I've been trying to get down there. So he set it up. Uh, it's at Midtown Live. That's tomorrow. Well, not, is that tomorrow? No, Wednesday night. Um, so, yeah, I'll be there in Austin for the very first time. The good thing about it is I didn't know I knew so many people in Austin. I have about a crowd of about 10 or 15 that are coming. Like, So you're paper in the house, or these are like people that like are fans? Like, are people, these- well, friends okay. and people that I went to school with that live in the area. So when I posted it, I, I, they were like, yo, we'll be there. And I was like, what? You lived in Austin? <laughs> like, yeah. So they're going to pop my Austin cherry. Show, show, show me a good time. I'll be there till I'll, be, I'll come back here Friday morning. So they're flying you in. You're doing the show. They're flying you out. Right. In and out real quick. Yeah. But you're only working like four hours the whole time you're there, right? Like what mm, else? Not four. Oh, it's not like that? No. No. It's however much time they give me. That's how much I'm working. I, mean, I don't even consider that work. Will it be more than four? Four hours? Yeah. What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, how long are you set? I'm always prepared to do 30 to 45. Yeah. But I know that probably won't do that. Unless, unless I get there and they say, hey, we want you to cook. When they say that, you just keep going until you feel the energy of the crowd get to a certain point and you just stop. So you're taking a bunch of apparel. Like, how's it work? Do you get like a you get like a merch stand and stuff? Yes, exactly. That's that's super that's sweet. where you make the real money. Yeah, and if you kill it, everybody will buy anything that you have on your table. And your manager's going with you. Yes, that's gonna be sweet. Right. Is it gonna be live stream though? Like, can the friends of the show see it? Well, I'm looking here. It's gonna be taped for streaming services. Okay. So but- I don't, once they, I, I'll get that information more once I get there. But from what I've heard, it will be streamed at a later date. So you're going to be on, like, a All Netflix right. or Hulu or something? Uh, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. But it could be Tubi. It, and I I will love it. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who doesn't know Tubi, any low-budget movie you can't find is on Tubi. I mean, Tubi Rob. <laughs> Split second. <laughs> like we, we made, oh, you're going with we me. Made, <laughs> I, I was waiting. We made eye contact at the same time, <laughs> and we're like, we're both thinking the same thing, aren't we? So as the mask mandates changed and kind of the vaccine stuff and the COVID stuff, what does that mean for, like, stand-up comedy time? Because you had a big well, gong show last week. Right. Um, well, the thing is, once the mandate – the mandate for the mask, as you guys saw, a lot of people wasn't even following that. I'm, I hope I'm not getting anyone in trouble. Right. But, you know, you guys came to a gong show, and you may have been the only people with a mask on. 
I definitely felt that way. Right. So once you got at the door. Yeah. What yeah. what happens is people would wear it, get to the door. Once they sat down, they just took it off. There was like a yeah. theater to it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it, it, it's I haven't seen a change. The only change that I saw was once the actual mandate for being outside of the house changed. You have shows again. So that's the good part. So are, are venues that haven't like necessarily been excited about bringing stuff in or are they like reopening the doors, the idea of like comedy and that sort of live entertainment? Yeah, that, that's what I see. Well, well, okay. Let's look at Austin. Austin. I don't believe Austin ever stopped. No. Then you have people. They here cured in, COVID years ago. Yeah. Here in Albuquerque, you yeah. know, it was steps to it. So it just depends on where you're at. Phoenix was Arizona, not just Phoenix was the same way. They stopped. But then once the whole stay at home mandate ended, they, it just opened right back up. Yep. There was no easing into anything. And we don't talk a lot about, I, I feel like, your comedy career because, like, I th- we hear at least from four to seven, two days a week, you're, you're, a, you're a talk radio guy. You right. Know? You're not a comedian for these moments anyways. Yeah. So, anyways, whenever you're bringing, like, attention, like, to the scene, like, how has radio been, like, a benefit to that? Like, how does radio help, like, like you and your stand-up career or you and your gong show or your entertainment shows? Like, does it, does it have an impact? Do you see it, a return? It does because even just from here, I get more recognized – from doing this show, and you guys know I'm on a hip-hop station, yeah. than that way, way, way more. Especially since I have a vanity plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would, you would. I have a vanity plate that says Buck D, and I get a two-man order. I love it. You put the sticker on your car yet? What's up? Uh, for the two-man order? Yeah, I know. So you got the BS on, show man. on it. Hold, hold up, man. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We got to work up to that. <laughs> <laughs> We were going every week for six months. <laughs> like, I don't know if we committed yet. I mean, I just no. Not... I I love stand up, man, because you know I can draw from a from a lot of things that we talk about. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that I retain or I go back and I listen on the podcast. I'm like, oh, I can use that. Mm-hmm. I can pick from this. I can pick from that. I do that from hosting as well. Like the Hugh Jackson Threesome Foundation. Yes, like yes, that. yes. You're gonna work. I it. can definitely use that in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Glad it's going well. I'm glad. I'm excited for you. Obviously, wherever it becomes available, we will share that with all the friends of the show. Yeah. Now, I don't think that not all the friends of the show know that you're very funny. Like, you're a very funny stand-up comedian. Right, and, right. Oh, like, I'm not trying to compliment you now because it's weird because we're friends, but you're yeah. also, like, a very smart comedian. Yeah, you have to be smart yeah. now. Like, people aren't dealing with that low-level f- fruit anymore. No. Like, that's, that's easy to do, but you're not getting any laughs. Do you have, like, a full, like, Russia-Ukraine set right now ready to go? You, you're damn right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about from Putin all the way to, to old boy from Rocky Four, Klitschko's, Lomachenko, all of that. Get them all. Yep. I love everything about it. So sweet. Thank you to Dave and Busters for being part of the program. Thank you to Mexico Pinon for helping me with every day of my single life. Well, I mean, since I met in New Mexico, Pinion. Going to a, gonna get back from the commercial. We're going to finish out the show with the final hour. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from the Cloud YMCA. All right, boys, I'm not trying to flex on you right now. But today I became a millionaire. In ruble. In ruble. <laughs> <laughs> if you have $10,000 to your name, you are a Russian millionaire. You have one million ruble. Oh, my. So You're still not a millionaire? In three days, yeah. it lost 90% of its value. Yes. Whew. 
And it's not 90, it's like 78, but yes, you're correct. Oh, my goodness. Well, no, you're correct. So it lost 90% of – it lost – shoot, dog. It lost more than 90% yeah. of its value from its value, which was 65% of the dollar – or 85% of the dollar three months ago and 65% of the dollar yesterday or whatever last week, five days ago. This has been the longest five days of war, by the way, in the entire history of me being, like, paying attention <laughs> to war. Because you're so invested in it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with it. Think I'm obsessed with it. Think if you were there. Couldn't. Those are way longer days, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I have a little empathy. Put that on the list. What's that word? Empathy. Oh, that's the, that's what my lady tells me I don't know anything about. Yeah. The thing that's the thing here is I'm going to take you back to, do you remember that tsunami in India in like 2009? Mm-hmm. So I remember in 2009, the tsunami hits, and there's all this like cell phone footage of it. There's like yeah. the water rising. Yeah. And, and homes and vehicles and the flooding. And it was, to me, the first time where there was amateur reporting. I don't know what other words to use. Right. Um, of real-life events in real time, and they're being delivered to me. They weren't being, you know, packaged or, or laundered through any sort of media service to me. And that's what this feels like to me. And I, I don't – maybe it was because it was the last 10 years of – the war on terror, which is stupid. But this to me is like, I'm getting like the social media war. That's what this feels yes, like to me. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a microcosm of a bigger societal issue. Because like people say, oh my God, the world's so scary. The world's never been worse. The world has never been better than it is right now. A hundred percent true. And the problem is, is everyone has a mobile news van right. in their pocket mm-hmm. so every bit of information good or bad is on your phone and it's shared on social media instantly so you're living yep. the life of this war that's why jr giddings hates rob <laughs> that's very true because of technology because <laughs> the set he did on jr giddings was not that funny but it got out there he it was like he was sitting front row and he didn't want to sit in front row. And that's a micro. Obviously, that's that's what he was. wasn't there in the first place. And exactly. <laughs> and that's a micro example of what's going on right now. You don't want I to don't, be there, but you're forced to be there. I know exactly how far Chernobyl is from Kiev. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that one week ago. And that's because I'm right there. Yeah. I was looking at topography of the country to predict. Oh, you're in it. Yeah, to predict where caravans of tanks are going. And I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I'm in, I spent so much time. Where did the life of Zelensky? Where did the interest come from? Was it prior to it, the buildup? Because I felt like there was like a good month and a half of buildup of this. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what put me over, like pro wrestling term. Yeah. All these idiots that I grew up with that were like pro Russia all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, no, I already know I hate you because of mm-hmm. other things you put out there in your life. Yeah. That way I need to know why you love this. Yeah. And yeah, it, so you, they got they, me. They, it's okay to take Ukraine back because it used to be part of Russia, says the guy who lives in Texas. <laughs> wink, wink, Mexico. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah? If, it, if it's okay for Russia to take uh-huh. back uh, Ukraine, why don't you just yeah. go ahead and be proactive? Give Texas back to Mexico mm-hmm. if it's all the same. No more soccer in Russia. Don't know if you boys saw that. Well, there's still soccer there. Just Well, not FIFA and U- <laughs> UEFA. Yeah. FIFA and UEFA. The money they makers. Say, we, we done. And they'll never get back in. 
Like, they'll never get back in. Yeah, they will. No, they'll replace them with someone else. Cause they'll, right, they'll get back in. No, you, you, you don't even know the game. They'll right? get back in. There's so much money everywhere else because the ruble is worth zero, literally zero right now. And so UEFA doesn't want all of your zero dollars. What they want is a, is a B team in Britain. Russia's been through this. Go back when they had a guy named Khrushchev. Okay. And after Khrushchev, there was Gorbachev, who everyone loved. Hey, they're back. Let's hug them. Let's do all this. Don't forget it's Brezhnev. Like Brezhnev was, was right after Khrushchev. Okay. You know, Vital's yeah. always saying that about Brezhnev. <laughs> he won't shut up about Brezhnev. <laughs> it's a cycle. You yeah. get a good guy, bad guy, good guy, bad guy. America knows. <laughs> Did you and see like- on social media that they capped um, Chernobyl with tons of concrete so that it could never be busted open again? That's crazy. Good. That, that's the kind of stuff you see on social media. Talk about yeah. a conflict that for the first time is being watched on social media. It's kind of incredible. Netflix says, no, Russia, we will not play your propaganda. Cool. You know why? They're saying that now, waiting until it becomes more profitable to play it later on. Oh, yeah. That's what they're doing. The dollars. Yeah, that's exactly There's no dollars in Russia. Russia. Russia's going to be right back once the the SWIFT sanctions open back Mm -hmm. up. Russia's going to be just right back where they were before. Hey, I'm going to be real. You're wrong. We're not talking about an African nation, bro. (laughs) We're talking (laughs) about Europe. They'll be back. That's that's the real. Technically, it's Asia. Well, Yeah. The, the only white Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that privilege. Dana, Dana White says the other day. <laughs> That's pretty good. Dana White says the other day, I'm going to take a UFC event to Africa. I'm going to blow their GDP out of the water for one day. And you're like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's super gross. That's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. And you mean it. Yeah. 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 Also, I mean, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it, if it actually helps. If it helps, yeah. If it actually helps. Uh. And FIFA is gross. Like, FIFA don't care. Like, like this is not about humanitarian stuff. This is no. about dollars. They, they look like the good guys right now because, like, oh, we won't stand for this in Russia. They were just... Says FIFA, who is corrupt. Says the IOC, yes. who is corrupt. Come on. Says UEFA, who is corrupt. Who were just in Just the not news. as corrupt as Russia, though. They were just in the news before the pandemic for all of yes. their dirt. All of it. All yeah. of their dirt. Now it's, yeah, yeah. Everyone's piling on. All these teams now need to refuse the World Cup. And they will. No one's going to go to Qatar. No one. Oh, no. That was questionable to even have it there. Heck, yes, it was. Because it's so corrupt. And is it called the Rupal? Am I getting that right? Rupal? The Ruby? Ruble. Ruble? The Ruble. So the Ruble. The Rupee. That's that's Zelda. (laughs) Rupee is India. The Rupee is. That's the stuff you're not supposed to take in the clubs. Slipping in drinks. You're talking about Rahibinol? That's a roofie, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Roofmycin? I've never done I don't do drugs. I don't know anything about that. But azithromycin? I don't know. I don't, I don't do drugs. Well, that's another word. This guy, the zither, you know what azithromycin is? No. That's another no, word. But I know what Z-pack. purple drink is. I'll get, get <laughs> I do know that one. That one I know. Azithromycin is a Z-pack. It's... <laughs> I don't know if I'm laughing that he doesn't know, but how much you do know. <laughs> like you're, it's rolling off your tongue. Okay, not only do I know, I know it works. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I never had to take one. I don't one know. Out of, one out of three talk show hosts in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
They're never coming back. I'm, I'm dead serious here, boys. They're going to start their own league. They're going to do their own rubbly thing. It's going to be the same thing that's going to happen with basketball. It's already happened with the KHL. They're pulling all their sponsors out. And Russians, unless they get brand new Russian oligarch, they're not going. <laughs> is that That's not the top guy. I don't really still even understand it. <laughs> it's, they're done. They're done playing sports against other people. Do you just call them old money billionaires? There we go. That's the same thing as oligarch in Russia. You know, do you remember the kid that was tracking um, billionaire planes? Like yeah. Elon Musk yeah. plane and like all that? Yeah. He just set up a new thing to track oligarchs in Russia. I'm not joking. <laughs> That's not even a punchline. Nice. That's a real news story. No way. Yes. Who is this kid? He <laughs> getting paid. <laughs> exactly. And Elon Musk is like, hey, take five grand stop. He's like, no, nah, I'm actually going to turn this PR into a job opportunity. Uh-huh. Forget you, big dog. Yeah, pay him way more than that. You have to pay him all of that. All of it. Here it is. I got it right here. I'm not even joking. So, <laughs> he, uh, uh, all right. So, oh, oh, also, by the way, shout out to Elon Musk. He put internet over Ukraine. Can't be shut down. Right. What? What? Like, he was like, he's like, Starlink's here. Got you. And he just did it overnight? <laughs> yeah. He just, yeah. He just moved the satellites on top wow. of Ukraine. Said, here's, here's the internet for everybody. That's so crazy. Though. I am so hot and cold on that human being. Yeah. It's Why like, did you use the word human being? Because I'm a little, I'm a little iffy on that part. <laughs> you don't know I, if it's. I wanted to say mf'er. That's why I. Called oh, it. Okay. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the the time of the year when it comes to him. Yeah, he switches good guy bad guy yep. so often, and he does it on purpose. More heel turns in the NWO over here. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that reference a lot. That actually meant a lot to me. Thank you. <laughs> Also, like, no, like, Netflix is like, no, we're not going to play your propaganda films, Russia. If Russia offers you money right now for anything, you don't want. The, yeah, it's, it's not, not worth, worth anything. anything. It's not worth it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Watch politics change real heavy here in this country because there's going to be zero more Russian dollars coming in going, don't, what do you mean, green energy? <laughs> like, we got, we got all these mm-hmm. reserves. We're about to go get in Russia or Ukraine. Idiots. I hate Russia. You know what? Moving forward. I just hate like every. I'm gonna slip it in all the time. I hate Russia. It's not even a harsh standpoint. Like everyone should. Okay, I will say one nice thing to counteract you. Uh oh. They have wonderful historical architecture. How about that? We'll give them. We'll at least give them that. You're familiar with borscht? Yes. Everything about Russia sucks. <laughs> I just said one nice thing. Allow me to say one nice thing. They have wonderful historical architecture. And the list stops there. That's literally it for me. It never started with me. <laughs> okay, like, never mind. Never I mind. need a Mission Impossible style movie to occur in real life where the, the criminal just to the ground. Okay, now I just thought about it some more. Two things. I, no. Oh, I do have one thing, but I we, can't say it we on better, air. We better go to break. Yeah, that's, I can say we, it on we the got break. the same thing, yep. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. With the, with the crash of the ruble. Do you know how cheap oh, Russian brides gosh, are right now? Yes. Oh, oh it's a fire sale on websites. You I can't. Fl- I've never been to before. You can't fly here now. <laughs> Not with that attitude. No, okay. <laughs> <sighs> we'll just get it back from our mutual friend. <laughs> and when we get back, let's <laughs> <laughs> sneak them into Poland. Have a friend pick them up. Oh gosh. <laughs> Live from the McLeod YMCA. Come see your boys. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 
Live at the McLeod YMCA, the intersection of Comanche and Tramway. One two five zero zero Comanche. I think once addresses get over four numbers, you just stop. Just change the name of the street. Just start with zero 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 one. You that's how it should start. So whatever it is, first or central or main or whatever. Okay. And then you count up, but once you get to ten thousand. Like, I'm in the 10,000 block? No, you just changed the street name. Don't even care. Start over. 10,000 block? I think that's going to be more confusing. To who? People who haven't lived there their whole life. Like, literally anyone except for you and this idea and the four people that live on that street. North and south roads should be odd numbers. East and west roads should be even numbers. Okay. And you should follow my recipe, and everyone will get around perfectly. That's how it already is. It's not. Oh. Is when you're going north, evens on the right. When I first moved here, when I was you're told going west, evens yeah. on the right. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. You're talking about house addresses. I'm yeah, talking about talking actual about, streets. Yeah, he's talking about the streets. Yeah. See, that's because you don't know about the streets. <laughs> Fred, I was born in the streets. I was raised in mm-hmm. the streets, and quite often I find myself waking up in the streets. Okay, <laughs> so I know all about it. He's single. He's for the streets. Oh, so you're about Merrill right now. Oh, I'm out here in the streets now. <laughs> Merrill Street. Really tried on that one. Okay. okay. Bit of okay. a reach on that one. All right. When I first moved to town, I'd met a, I'd met a lady, a young lady on the dating app. Mm-hmm. And I remember this vividly. She says, it's cool to live on a street named after a president. It's not cool to live on a street named after a state. And I was like, what does that mean? I don't know. And as I've moved through town, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I totally get it. Well, I, it's I, worse I, if the street is named after a general. Then you're doing real bad. I only know General Chenault because I go to that one target and I don't even know how to pronounce it. I think you just nailed it. Is that he really did. what it is? That's the, first nas- that's the first last name you've said right yep. in about a year and a half. Uh, I, can do, I can do Unzer. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> go to name calling. When I don't know something, I go to name calling. All right. So today is what I will call the last day of my life. That's a little over exaggerated. Today is the first day of the last day of my life. It's deadline day. Yep. Monday, February twenty eighth. Wait, is it a leap year? Tomorrow's the first. Okay, so it's not a leap year. No. Right. So meeting a little after 9 this morning, East, everything I'm going to do is Eastern time. Okay. So being a little after 9 this morning in Jupiter, which I love, by the way. I'm a big Saturn guy myself. Mm, I thought you would see the more obvious joke of nope. Mercury. Low-hanging low hanging okay. fruit. <laughs> so Major League Baseball gets together. It's a select group of players uh, and representatives for MLBPA, and then it's a select group for the Major League Baseball, but keep in mind that Rob Manfred's there and everyone hates him. Cool? Sure, sure, sure. So, we're roughly 12 hours into negotiations, almost. We're in the 12th hour of negotiations, Mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. And the very first positive thing comes out just now. So, all day long, players are asking for stuff that owners don't want to consider. Owners are asking for stuff that players told them they wouldn't consider. They're talking about all these concessions they're giving up, but both sides are saying, we told you we wouldn't consider any of this stuff in the first place. You can't call it a concession. Owners are arrogant. They're going to shut down a month of the season if it doesn't happen today. Hey, here's the thing, boys. If it doesn't happen today and it happens tomorrow, they're not going to shut down a month of the season. They're not going no. to shut down anything. No. no. This is no. posturing. It's just more posturing. Because that makes no sense at all. 
For some reason, Derek Jeter got fired. It's been a whole day, okay? Technically, he quit. Okay, this is one of those. <laughs> you don't think that Derek Jeter just, like, quit so he could dedicate all of his time to solving these labor negotiations? That never crossed your mind? Like, he's going to be the hero? He can't focus on oh. the Miami Marlins whatsoever? He's going to put all his energy towards fixing this today before midnight? <sighs> You know what the NBA has? Revenue share. Mm-hmm. You know what the NFL has? Revenue share. You know Major League Baseball doesn't have? Revenue share, boys. Spring training? Wait, what? <laughs> A season? <laughs> <laughs> and it's because these negotiations have been so one-sided historically. Like, you still want to win, owners? I get it. I get you're competitive. But you don't have to win, like, in a gigantic fashion. You just have to barely win to win. No, not at all. How do you think they got to be billionaires and own teams? Uh, by exploiting labor like Major League Baseball by players. By exploiting labor like Major League Baseball players. I'm going to tell you right exactly now. Exactly how. I'm pro-labor. I'm always pro the labor side. 100%. Okay. Yeah. If my coffee house wants to unionize, cool. Whether we're talking about unions or babies, I'm very pro-labor. <laughs> I cross genre labor. <laughs> you make me so damn mad. I know. <laughs> what I want to know is the owners have to know the amount of games that must be played for them to make a profit. Oh, they know it to the they penny. Know. Yeah. So until it gets close to that, they're not going to do anything worth a damn. They're not. Nothing's going to happen. This is the one sport where something happened. It would be ruined because mm-hmm. fans aren't of a, the type in this sport to give it a pass. You remember yeah, when? Yeah. Hey, I'm about to mess you guys up. You remember when hockey canceled a season? Tell me what year that was because you don't. I have no clue. But <laughs> hockey fan can't even know when hockey season is. <laughs> yeah. No one Is do. it now? Couldn't no. I? <laughs> I do know it's currently going on because I – uh, accidentally saw the NHL All-Star Game, oppo the NBA All-Star Game. Yes. That's the only reason yep. I know. And I know they both got blew out of the water by the Daytona 500. The only reason I know when hockey is going is because one time I fell asleep on my couch and I rolled over on the controller and it just changed to the hockey channel. Mm. And I was like, oh, look, it's hockey season. Huh. When did you get ESPN 8? <laughs> the Ocho. <laughs> Is there is there even an NHL channel? Like there's an MLB and a it is. NBA. And it a is. I believe NFL? it's the NHL Network. It's it alliteration. Is. It's a network. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But is it on like broadcast television? I don't know. Is Hockey's it, a wonderful sport, by the way. In which country? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. You know, Keanu Reeves is Canadian. I thought we just established I thought he that was he Russian. was Russian. No, the character John Wick is Russian. Where are you boys at here? He is John Wick. Oh, damn it. I need to tell you how to suspend disbelief. You've been a pro wrestling fan your whole life. <laughs> you see Kane come out and go pro Russia on Twitter? Oh, that's so smart. Kane. Well, what? Kane. Yes. One of the brothers of destruction. The Undertaker's brother. Oh, no. Who killed the Undertaker's parents. Paul Bearer told me all about it. Okay, so that's... What you would refer to as on brand. <laughs> Wait, isn't he like a, a mayor or? A... Of Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, that makes sense then. And he came out and he said, I'm pro-Russia. 
And then all these pro wrestlers in the world of wrestling started sharing YouTube videos of like 10 greatest chair shots to Kane's head. That's such a genius. Listen move. to what he's saying. Because the dude in real life, like Kane in real life, is probably like, you know, this is horrible. Oh, he's invasion. the worst. It's a horrible invasion. I can't believe they're what? doing this. No, 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 no. But no. Kane. No, you're very wrong. Kane the wrestler or Kane the human nah, being? go ahead and school him up Glenn Jacobs, yeah. who okay. plays Kane, yes. the wrestler. Yes. Okay, Glenn Jacobs said it, not Kane. But they're the same. But it's no. so funny. If once, I, you, once you become mayor, you're not Kane anymore. Well, you're, let, you're Glenn. Let me <laughs> let me read what he said because this is totally Kane. <laughs> Historically, in the real world, might makes right. Weakness is not a virtue; it's a fatal character flaw. That sounds like a promo straight out of <sighs> Hell in a Cell, man. You're <laughs> like, correct. What is he doing? Why did he do that? And might then, makes right. Oh, man. And then why did all these pro wrestlers show videos of him getting dropped on his head? Yeah. <laughs> Look at Kane take every tombstone pile driver of his career. Oh, man. You're an idiot. And he starts off his tweet by saying, if you on the left. If you're on the left. What? Yeah. Yeah. Left of what? Yeah, Russia, because I think, like, geographically, I guess I am. Ukraine is to the left of Russia. Depends on which way you're looking at the map. To the left, to the left. I there's just certain people. Oh man! Like, what's the point? What are you doing? Don't be pro Russia. Why do I have to say that out loud? Well, it's not fair to him because well, to- once once he needs to go pro Ukraine, he was like, "Oh, that wasn't me. That was just a wrestling shtick." That was that's, Kane. That's very true. That was Kane talking, not yeah. Glenn. Me, Glenn, here. Don't want to break kayfabe. He Glenn. tweeted it from the official Knoxville, Tennessee Twitter account and, for Mayor Glenn Jacobs. And that's what I checked, and it's exactly what he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is bad. <laughs> Vital. He also played Isaac Yankum DDS, and the wrestling character was a dentist with bad teeth. Yes, he did. <sighs> I don't. I don't know enough to know if this is a shtick or not. Glorious, glorious, and Eros joins us after the after the break. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with all the school programs, after school programs, youth programs, education programs, and all other kinds of programs that I haven't programmed yet. We're going to do it on this program. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. D Sports Animal live from the McLeod YMCA. Glorious and Eros joins us, and we're about to finger paint. <laughs> Right, Fred? Is we what, definitely could. Is that what they do in, like, youth classes? I don't even know what goes on with kids these days. Is it all iPad stuff, or do they still they still get arts and crafts? No, I, I typically try to stay away from the technology as much as possible and letting the kids be able to be creativity, bring out. And, um, you know, most of our stuff is, you know, painting, um, arts and crafts, science projects. Oh, yeah. STEM stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, exactly. For, for example, what was, the, what was the most fun thing from class today? Ooh, good question. Oh, the most fun thing from class today. What, everyone, what was everyone the most into? Um, actually, they're getting ready for St. Patrick's Day, so I do know one there of the go. sites were making leprechaun traps. So they can catch a leprechaun for uh, St. Patrick's we, Day. When are we coming back here? I uh, know. I have to, to be, be very careful. Right, I'm, I'm Googling what that is. 
Oh, you don't oh. know what a leprechaun trap okay, is? Okay, <laughs> so interesting, boys. A little off-air conversation on the air. Uh, leprechauns are from Ireland. You know where that's at? Northern <laughs> Europe. Interesting, Van. Very good. You don't like gingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm looking up a leprechaun. Okay, so it's, it's basically the game Mousetrap, but you're making your own. Pretty much. We What we do is we put little gold coins in the box, and they make little ladders and things that will attract leprechauns. I know that adorable. there's some. Yeah. It is very adorable. Like, they, a, like a little like bottle of whiskey or something? No, yeah, no, no, no. No, Fred. This is kid appropriate. Uh, okay. <laughs> trap uh, two men on. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> a little Jameson and Guinness. You'll catch this leprechaun every time. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hey, Cheerios. <laughs> they say Cheerios. That's I thought you were going to say Lucky Charms. Across the bay there. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, one's, that one's England. Gloria, you, uh, we're obviously we're talking about the after-school programs because they're back at the YMCA. They're in full force. And I was at the YMCA the other day. As, first of all, I didn't know. Do you guys know school gets out at 1 on Wednesdays? That's amazing. Did you know this? Did you yes. know this? Yes. I had no idea. I'm, I'm at the Y. I'm shooting hoops. And, then, and they're like, hey, Fred, uh, we need the gym. I'm like, no, I'm like, it's twelve thirty. Why do you need the gym? And they're like, no, because school gets out at one. I've never got out of school at one o'clock in my entire educational life. Me neither. The only time Ever. I got out at before one o'clock is when I put in that bomb threat in high school. No, that's not a <laughs> real. So, you didn't do besides, that. Besides, oh my we all got a day off. <laughs> or locked in school, man. Yeah, yeah there you go. You stay there longer. For like an hour. It's McLeod, it's Horn, but it's a bunch of locations around the city as well. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about all the possibilities for, for kids and your after-school program and how parents can maybe expose their child to it if they haven't yet? Uh, so in our after-school program, we uh, do help with homework and uh, we do activities to you know um, develop that that content that they're trying to learn in school, we do follow the schools that we are at. So whatever they're learning, we try to keep up with that. So the kids after school have that opportunity to practice and gain those skills and be more confident in themselves and, you know, build up their self-esteem. So what does the Y do uh, for, like, fatigue? Because I know I have a four-year-old. And then just remembering, coming from school, you're there all day. It's mental. It's physical. What does the Y do for that? And instead of having the children just come here and just continue that strenuous day, is there a little more excitement? Is there a little more fun? Of course. And if a kid is feeling extra exhausted, we do not mind having them do, uh, we call it quiet time. Mm -hmm. We do have an area right there for them. The kids will go and sit down. They can read a book or just lay down on the carpet with the pillows. Um, So we do um, offer that as well, you know, if they want to take it slow, we have opportunities for them to take it slow. We don't. We don't make them do the activities. We encourage it. You know, they start seeing their friends playing and having fun, and then, you know, they're not tired anymore. They want to (laughs) play, you know. Years ago, boys, I ran a boys and girls club, Mm -hmm. and we had an individual in the community donate, like, just those, like, huge totes of connects. You remember? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so connects were, like, a part of my childhood, but, like, like kids these days, they never played with the connects. So, like, bringing, like, this creative – like toy to these children and be like, today's race car day. We're all making race cars and how we build out. Do you have similar stuff like that here at the Y to where it's, it's you're creating like not just enjoyable fun, but like like competitive fun and giving the kids a chance to like learn and do stuff together? Yes. Um, a perfect thing for that is our summer day camp and our specialty camps in the summer. 
Um, we do offer uh, fitness and fun, yoga and art, archery, outdoor adventure, Top Chef, performing arts, coding, yoga. Coding? Wow. Yes, coding. And the kids absolutely love that one, um, you know, especially with technology going on right now, you yeah. know kids are wanting to learn how to create games or create websites and stuff like that so we try to do our best to help them gain that knowledge you mentioned top chef like you guys work with food we do so we do have a a specialty camp called top chef and what they do is we take them into the kitchen we uh, teach them how to create basic dishes and you know they create different things um just like you know age appropriate things depends on the kids ages um, at the end of the week on Fridays, they get to create all of those dishes they made throughout the week and share it with their families. Wow. So they get to have their families come in and eat a little meal with us on Fridays of showing them what they made in the kitchen. They get to learn, you know, kitchen basics, how to hold a knife, how to, you know, things like that, how to wash your hands, just some basic stuff. Is it like puppy chow? Is that what they're making? Like what is? <laughs> <laughs> no. So they they usually like to make tacos. I know that uh, one was okay. our favorite last year. Literally wouldn't know how to do that. Good I would have start. no idea. <laughs> yeah, they love to make rice krispie treats. Um, they love making. We've made so many things. It's hard to decide which one was the best. <laughs> That's what I would do. Sure. I, like I'd be have like, all of it. Yeah. yeah. Like hey, all right, guys. I would send my kids to camp. They learn to make Super Bowl foods. There you go. And then I'm yes. sad yes. Yes. for as long as it goes. Robert, how old your daughter? She's four. Is that too young? That Unfortunately, that is too young for okay. our cooking because we like to have the kids between 6 and 12 years old for our specialty camps just because they are a little bit more advanced. Um, but for our younger kids, we do have a summer program going on our central location, um, which does amazing, amazing fun with them. Can, can she possibly test in? She's very smart. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she'll be teaching a c- couple of classes. <laughs> she can code her already. <laughs> so, I wouldn't doubt it. With these four-year-olds yes. nowadays, this technology, yes. oh, yes, they're very smart. What about, like, getting out and exercising and, like, releasing those wiggles that the kids have stuck in there? What do you do for that? Oh, so we actually have field trips once a week. What? Um, yes, so it depends on what's your site. It's usually between Tuesday and Friday. So once a week, we get to do a field trip uh, according to that theme. Like our first week is blast off to summer. Um, it's a space theme week. Our field trip is to the Me- New Mexico Planetarium so we can see the stars and the kids can kind of see, you know, what goes on in space. Um, we just have a lot of field trips um, each week. And then we also have swimming once a week as well. Oh, wow. So we, we do a lot of exercise, and, you know, we that doesn't include our time outside, and that doesn't include our science experiments that we do outside. So How many rubles does this cost? <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily for, for us um, youth development people and, you know, with everything going on, um, you know, the companies around Albuquerque have been generous enough to offer discounts to the YMCA. Um, what we're going to offer, you know, like – five dollars a kid which usually it's like you know ten dollars when you go Mm -hmm. normally so it's really a big discount and we're really thankful for all the companies that accepted us and gave us a discount oh love that love everything about that uh you can do it by week or you have to do it all summer long how does the summer camp how does it work 
financially for families? Uh, so you could do it. You could do it once. A, you could do a week, but you can do the whole summer. I do recommend the whole summer because, it, like I said, it's just lots of fun, field trips, swimming, activities, you know, friends. It's just going to be amazing. Um, it does cost 130 a week per member, but it's definitely well worth it. We do provide breakfast and lunch. Um, the kids are welcome to bring their snacks if they like. Um, so, yeah, we have so much stuff, and it's very well worth the cost. And there are some um, scholarship opportunities. There's some a little bit of financial help. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, do financial assistance for the low-income families. Um, what you would have to do is just fill out a financial aid form on our website under uh, summer programs. And then um, we usually help you out between 5% to 50% off. But then we also accept uh, CYFD contracts, which um, pays for your child care. So they, we also accept those in all of our locations except St. Paul's. Awesome. Lori is available to be connected with at 505-595-1515. You can get her extension 3106 or G. Cisneros. 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 I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> G-S-I-S-N-E-R-O-S at YMCACNM.org. Robert. Yes. I know for a fact that friend of the show, friend in real life, star of TV and radio, KB's very own Brandon Ortega, is going to enroll his four-year-old in the YMCA this summer. Yes. How do you feel knowing that there's kids like that in the program? Will you still put your daughter in, or does that scare you <laughs> off? <laughs> no, that means my daughter definitely has to be a part of the okay. program, so yeah. it can be a tag team effort. That's the way it That's should be. That's what it is. That's how I feel about that. Well, we have trained staff ready to handle anything they throw at us. So well, bring it on, guys. Bring it on. One, one, more, one more small question. What about the parents who are they have separation anxiety from their kids? They want to volunteer. Is that a part of the program as well? Can of do that? course. We always accept um, you know, parent involvement, family involvement. If you want to come and hang out with your kid for a couple hours, you can. If you want pictures throughout the day, we can do that for you definitely. You could call us. You can visit anytime. Um, um, whatever is great for the parents, we are more than happy to oblige. Gloria, you're about the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life. Oh, well, thank you. I try to be nice. We don't. We don't deserve this. <laughs> Check out the YMCA. There are spots still open, though, for summer camp, right? Yes, summer okay. camp um, starts enrollment on March 7th. So come in and get enrolled before we fill up because we will fill up by the end before the beginning of the summer. There you go. Gotcha. Voila. Wrapping it up with today's I-9 Varsity. Today's I-9 Varsity is the varsity of words that make me say what. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Live from the McLeod YMCA. Who sings this? Is it just a whistle? Maroon 5? Maroon 5. So I stopped listening. I gave up on Maroon 5 a lot of years ago. They're on my, like, um, I don't understand how you got so good because you're so bad list. I think they gave up on themselves once Adam Levine became the the, the guy. They just stopped saying Maroon 5. They just said his name. But it's still Maroon 5? I don't really know. I don't know. know. I just think it's him. I'll never know. I don't even know what made him up besides him. You could Google it right now, and I'm going to forget immediately. <laughs> They've been around so long, they were on an episode of MTV Cribs. They were? That's what I'm saying. Oh. They, they, that's, they, a, that's a testament, then. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. They've been in the game for a minute. Yeah. 
It performed at the uh, Super Bowl. I can't remember. I think it was 50. The worst one. We talked about the worst one. The worst one was the homage to 9-11. You said that on air. People texted us. <laughs> that is not true whatsoever. Why did you do that? <laughs> Look, 7-Eleven <laughs> was an inside job. Why are you saying 7-Eleven? Wait, what did you say? Oh, God. <laughs> Big thank you to Dave and Buster's for being part of the program. New Mexico Pinot Coffee. We're excited to announce is the title sponsor of Locker 505's inaugural, inaugural golf tournament on April April 23rd. <laughs> and part of the sponsorship deal, Mexico Pinion is sponsoring our team, boys. What do you oh, know? Right. So we're, yeah, we're going to have to get some okay. apparel. Okay. We're going to get out there and look in the park. All right. Pretty excited about that. Well, we're going to get some. It has to be bright red shirts, right? So I'm going to need. They sent me a link. Some Argyle yeah. knickers. Pretty close, bro. It's pretty <laughs> close. <laughs> I know it's the end of the show, y'all, but let's hang in there. The John Lopez real estate. <laughs> I, I paused to make sure I enunciated well. That's what those pants are called. Could have just called them socks. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, no, actually their pants. The pants be, so, oh. yeah. I mean, it will be a high sock Saturday, though. Yeah. Like, that's for certain. Thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for allowing us to take the studio on the road today via Chisholm Trail RV. Obviously, the YMCA of Central New Mexico, Electric Playhouse, and O'Neill's, which we are at the Northeast Heights location this upcoming Thursday. All right, boys, today's I-9 Varsity. You ready for this? Yes. And if you're not familiar with the I-9 Varsity, what we do is we take a topic throughout the day, and then of that topic, we identify the varsity lineup of that topic. Connect with I-9 Sports, League Office 280 and I-9sports.com, 505-312-4999. That is how you get a hold of I-9 Sports and get your children, your children involved in some programs. Okay, boys. Today's I-9 is varsity of words that make Fred say what? And this started because you gave me oligarchs. Yes. And I had never heard of an oligarch. And I actually need to make an omission here. Okay. So I heard, I never heard the word said. I'd only read it in a ton of stuff recently, okay. learning oh. about Russia and the Ukraine. <laughs> I know exactly what this is. Sure, 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 sure. But I think in my head I was calling it's it like, like an oligarchal, and I had no absolute clue whatever that it was. So therefore, oligarch, which I was spelling A-L-L-L-A-G-A-R-K. <laughs> which is super close. It's not close at all. It's O-L-I-G-A-R-C-H. No. Phonetically, it's close. Yeah, which is spelling, how I Spelling, it's no. no. So actually, I know what this is, and I know it because uh, oligarchs' yachts all around the world are getting bombed. Yes. No matter what port they're in. And I remember thinking, like, oh, that's kind of a... Interesting. That's yeah, kind of an interesting one. So there you go. So uh, now, make me go what now? Okay, I'm going to only do Spanish words. Oh, oh you took mine. Not... Is that, is that your <laughs> yeah, jam? That is that your jam? <laughs> All right, you go first. I'll switch it up. <laughs> I was literally going to say any Spanish last name. <laughs> I can do Molina. Did you, did you I can do me? pool holes. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Keep going. We're good here. List gets real short I, after I, that. Uh-huh. I see a pattern. Those are the two I got. Um, Wayne Righto. No, well, <laughs> Wayne Wright is a guy who repairs the 
wheel of your wagon. What are we even going on about here, boys? It's make me say what? Give me a word. La Llorona. What is that? <laughs> See, <laughs> I told you about it. It's like uh, you know, every culture, every part of the world has their their ghosts that haunts that area up and down the Rio Grande. It's La Llorona. She uh, lost her children and drowned. So she, Just call it the Ditch Witch. She goes up and down you're, you're, the river. There's an easier way to say it. Same. Ditch Witch. No, I, I don't like. It. I also don't like when you whispered it. Does that make it worse? It upsetted me. Lean in here. I think I barbacoa. What? Okay. Look at that. There we go. We, one more time. Barbacoa. That's one word or two words. Barbacoa. <laughs> I don't know who she is. No, it's uh, she's on Telemundo. It's where you get arts. It's where you get um. Arts and crafts from old white ladies. It's the Barbara Co-op. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Consignment shop. Yeah. Forgot it. That's yeah. consignment. Excuse me, I need a donation for my 501c3. I recognize you as the widow of a rich, dead Republican. Please help me at your co-op. Here's another one that I've known we joked about, but you just immediately did the puppy head tilt the first time I said okay. it. The chupacabra. Oh, was that on your list? Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was my next one. I know what that is. The chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah. You know what chupacabra means in Spanish? It's, it, is that the thing you scour pans with? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> it's a, uh, a goat sucker. What? There's goats. Oh, the thing you step on when you play softball here in town and in it gets stuck in your cleats. Northern Mexico and the southern United States, no. southwest United States, oh, you're not have, have random rashes of goats with holes in their bodies and their blood was sucked out of them and they, they think there's a fictional creature called the chupacabra all right so i was thinking of, chupacabra in spanish means goat sucker i was thinking of goat heads okay similar there's a very logical leap there i mean it's got the word goat very close <laughs> it would leave their organs it would just suck their blood out like a vampire of goats yeah just leave the the rest of the carcass there and there'd just be one hole in it so chupacabra means goat vampire Basically. That's yep. stupid. It's a blood-sucking uh, creature of the night. Like in Rocky Horror? No, that was that was uh, <laughs> Gladys. <laughs> she works at Arby's. There's no, I told you not to go out with her. I don't feel like you give specific type of vampire a name. It's just still a vampire. No, that's disrespectful. How? Yeah, really. Depending on how long they've been on Earth. You're just going to call him a vampire? Like, yeah. He needs a name, man. There's one. There's Dracula, and then the rest of them are just vampires. Nah. Don't say no Stradronis to me, because that's actually Dracula. I that's... <laughs> also, Dracula's the kind of guy who... No, he's not a vampire. No Sferatu, bro. No Sferatu, man. That's next. Right now, no Sferatu. Put that down, man. Yeah. He said no Stradamus. <laughs> he might have been. That's how he knows everything. That's strong work right there. <laughs> he only changed it because Dracula owed a lot of people money. That's why he changed oh, his name. Man. Good program today. Do it again tomorrow. I'm in. Robert, you're out. You're yeah, going I just to thought about it. It's Tuesday. You're going yeah. to Austin. Yeah. Any final words, boys? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted. But I tell you what. Anything we didn't cover, you need to check out on the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Hey, I love being here at the Y. I really am looking forward to doing it again. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.